Are you gonna start this? That's not what we said. I thought. Yeah, well, I might have got it right. If you yeah, I'm sorry. Well, it didn't me. look like you were going to... It looked like you were just going... Ta, 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 and then I started speaking, and then you did the build-up, and I felt <laughs> stupid. I'm sorry. Jesus. Fuck. All right, let's go on with it. Top of the table to you, laddies, and welcome to Dice So Nice. I said dice twice. My name is Carlisle, and I'm joined by my two buddies and pals, Jack and Toby. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi. So, guys, what do we do on this podcast? Well, um, <laughs> what? Where are you going with that? I, I was going to say what we that. do on this podcast. I thought well, oh, that was actually okay. a pretty natural answer. So that was that was great. So this time we thought, <laughs> hey, it's not really fair that um, we we our normal pattern of the GM introducing and then throwing to someone to explain the game to explain this podcast and then throwing to someone else to explain the game who knows less about it to the GM and then they just got trampled over by the GM giving a better explanation really works. So we said this time uh, we'll collaboratively one word at a time do just what the show is about and it survived one word it's he just three words one fuck word. you he Toby no, chose no, no, um as his well, exactly. word that I'm counting that as a failure so it so that is the <laughs> I wasn't one word expecting I was that mix up I well, can you blame me well I really wasn't expecting um <laughs> alright <laughs> what well, okay. we do on this podcast is we try a different tabletop role playing game every week and it's really cool. It's, I, I'm so ingrained in saying every week, but it's not every week. <laughs> no, it no, is. it's it's in theory it's every two weeks, but uh, no, no court can hold me to that. Whenever we feel like it, yeah. and we then we give our like opinion on them, and we and usually we just say we like them because we yeah. we pretty much always yeah. like them. You could skip that bit, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, but but today we're playing a shit game. So let's <laughs> yeah, first time we're no, gonna I'm be slating again. <laughs> We're playing a game uh, that I'm excited Mario to play. Mario 64. Go on. This no, is, that is a shit game. stuff, guys. <laughs> I have no ill will towards Mario 64. Joy, That's I, all, I Jack. Do. If you Fuck love that game, do. put that all on them. Tweet okay? us. Tweet us about this Vason episode. Your thoughts on Mario 64 for the Nintendo 64. And more recently, those last levels Switch. that everyone is like, oh, those levels suck. Those are like the best like platformer design in the whole game. The rest of it sucks. And that's an opinion. <laughs> that's right. an opinion. <laughs> what about an opinion on, on tabletop games? What were here? Oh my god. Okay. This is gonna be an all-timer. Vason. You can save this in the edit, Carlisle. Vason. Yeah, I, I won't. Vason is a game by Free League Publishing, who are a very popular um, game developer. Uh, they are the creators of this. They're also creators of very popular game Morkborg, which I'm sure we'll get around to one day. I haven't played that one. Jack has. Mm. Uh, but this is my first free league game. It's also, and this um, won't be that interesting to anyone else, but I'm really excited about it. Uh, it's our first on the whole podcast dice pool system that we're playing today. Um, what does that we'll mean? Get more into what, well, we'll get into what that means in a little bit. Cool. Um, but. Vason is a game where you are supposed to play uh, members of a secret society who hunt fey creatures in industrial era Sweden, or like just before industrial revolution Sweden. It's kicking off. Yeah. It's all uh, bubbling up. I felt like none, no, no listener, certainly no Swede, 
would want to hear us try and do Swedish accents <laughs> for oh. up to four hours. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, this one is not taking place in the canonical setting of Uppsala in uh, in Sweden. Uh, instead, this will take place somewhere in the British Isles. You're actually pronouncing uh, that wrong, by the way, Carlisle. It's sorry. It's Sweden. Um, <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> no, that's good. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, we are old-timey... Well, you two are. I'm the Game Master. Old-timey okay. monster hunters from a secret society of monster hunters before the Industrial Revolution, somewhere vague in the British Isles. Uh, before I get uh, more into that, why don't you each introduce us to your characters? You want to do this one word at a time? <laughs> but both I of don't your characters. Think that would work very Information well. you're both privy to. Uh, do you want to go first, Jack? I feel like I usually go first. Do you? Do yeah. you feel like that? Yeah. I God, do. This is a meta episode. Uh, so on. So my name, uh, hello, is Rowan Willoughby. <laughs> I am middle-aged. That's my age bracket. That I am. I'm a doctor. That has mechanical relevance. Um, uh, but carry on. So yeah, I'm a doctor. That's just flavor mostly. Um, I, uh, yeah, when, um, when I was quite new to being a doctor, I, um, I, uh, I failed to save the life of uh, a patient, um, and that, that patient's, uh, father, as it were, um, as it turns out, was quite a malicious, uh, fey spirit or sprite of some description, and, uh, decided that, you know, a life for a life, um, I failed to save its child, and so it took my baby. And uh, now I go about, uh, in part, in search for, you know, the son that I lost, uh, and in part, uh, mo mostly, mostly because I, I, I don't want that to happen to other people. And that's about it for me, unless there's anything else. I've got a weak horse. You do. You have a horse. <laughs> What's so weak you about the bringing... horse? What? It's just it's, frail. It's not very strong. Oh. It's goodness. strong enough to help you with strength rolls, but it's not as strong as a not weak horse. Hmm. <laughs> that tracks. Um, okay. If that, yeah, and, if, and to put it on one. a scale. Yeah, when you, you can roll for equipment and choose equipment and stuff. Jack has a horse. Um, and a pigeon. And a pigeon. I like to accrue animal sidekicks. And Toby has an animal too. And okay. to tell Excellent. you all about that, I'm going to throw over to our own Toby. Hello, my name is Oliver Popwagon. I'm a young vagabond. And yeah. when I was very young, I got attacked by the king of the fairies. His name no. was Oberon. And after no. that, I decided to become a monster hunter to hunt the vice on. Vice and fuck. Uh, <laughs> I, I often, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm friends with, with the good Dr. Rowan uh -huh. and he is... Often my pediatrician when he is feeling nice feeling to charitable. me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I often say, Doctor, Doctor! Very often, and it's very annoying, <laughs> actually. <laughs> um, I'm going to love that. <laughs> I have to do this voice for the entire session. Yeah, you're going to be okay? You sure you make sure you got water next to you? I don't. <laughs> I have many things in my equipment pouch. I've got a walking stick, 
Which is funny because I don't really need it, but it is, I suppose, useful to have. I've also got a crowbar, which I use to bludgeon people over the head with. And I have I a... say you could use the walking stick for that, but a crowbar is probably better. It, yeah, yeah. it is generally better for that, I find. Also, don't I... don't tend to get up after that. No, it's, uh... It's, uh, very brutal. I also have a pet dog called Bog Whistle. That's really good. Bog Whistle? Bog Whistle. Bog Whistle's a good boy. It's a good name for a dog. You're looking at us okay. as if that's not a good name for a dog. I'm trying to dog. figure out if there's a pun I'm not getting. There's, it's, it's two fucking stupid <laughs> words I put together. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it sounds cockney. <Okay>. Done it. <laughs> I am weirdly muscular for a child. <laughs> I, I. That's disgusting. <laughs> I hope Free League listens to this and stops making games. <laughs> it's like people are not doing this the way we wanted them to do it. Um, yeah. On that note, this is a long book, uh, and it's oriented more towards campaign play than one shots. Due to the nature of this podcast, we're going to play a one-shot today, so there's a lot of stuff we won't cover, and I will cover that more in the post-show, and in other terms of ways that aren't intended. Uh, This is a game, normally, with a bit of a dark tone, and I feel like it's probably going to be a stupid bullshit tone, but (laughs) let's see what happens. (laughs) My voice is very I I, want to say that I definitely picked up on that from, like, the cover art and the way that Carlisle talked about it, and I think I... I quite well made a character that fits the tone of the universe that the book is going for. That's all I'm going to say. Look, I'm not, that's not I, pointed in any way. That's not something... What are the you materials playing? I've written are quite mature for me, mm-hmm. but there aren't that much of them. And right. I'm going to improvise strong portions of this, so I imagine the tone is going to be pretty loose. <laughs> cool. That sounds um, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, role-playing... So the um, well, <laughs> it's gonna be pretty difficult to role play a, a serious moment <laughs> with that voice. <laughs> the one of the one thing about the ethos of this game, I want to cover it now, because um, one big distinction between this and uh, for a lot of people, the only role playing experience they have are D twenty based games like D and D, Pathfinder, Thirteenth Age, etc. You are monster hunters. You are not monster killers. Um, as Vason hunters, you will know that every specific Vason, the trick, the trick of your job, is finding out what you're dealing with, and historically how to get rid of it. Okay. Every Vason has a specific ritual that, mm-hmm. if performed correctly, will get them to go away. That's handy. You can fight them. You can fight them. You might have to fight them. But the I, the major appeal is you shouldn't be looking to fight them because, unlike D&D, you shouldn't expect to win, right? Uh, if you get pulled into combat, your focus should be finding a way to stop the combat. Okay. And this is further compounded by that if you do win, if you make it out of it alive and you defeat, you deal the maximum amount of damage to the monster... What you've done is it'll disappear for an amount of time. Every monster is different. It's normally like roll 1d6 and that's the number of days, right? And then it comes back. 
so you cannot just kill a monster to death um every monster has a and most of the time you don't want to because they'll more likely kill you um so the 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 gameplay loop of this is engaging with the mystery finding out what you're dealing with finding out how to get rid of it and then doing that and fighting if you need to in order to survive okay so i thought i'd say that up the top because that's kind of an important part of the game and so if you end up in combat you should be with that mindset um and i think it's in uh it'll be an interesting thing for the listeners to hear um okay so with all that said let's get cracking over to vague town british isles is that spelled there has to be a h in there uh the vague is between the the vague and town uh-huh. which are two separate words so it's vague town right okay uh, British Isles doesn't have an H, but it does have a Q, and I won't tell you where. So, oh no! <laughs> another thing, actually, about this not being uh, campaign play, a lot of the aspects of this game are kind of built around campaign play. Campaign play. A bit of campaign play. And a lot of that is there's normally a portion set aside for preparing for a mystery. And there are portions for in between different monsters and different mysteries. You building your home base and unlocking things in your home base. We're not going to do either of those things. We're following guidance of that is in the book for doing one shots, which is you start on the way to the mystery. So I will Sick. say you have been hired by Lord Thomas Gunnings. Okay. He is concerned about his daughter she's had a massive personality change uh her name is clementine gunnings Mm -hmm. and he 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 thinks vason might be involved however his wife sarah gunnings the lady sarah gunnings thinks that's all a bunch of malarkey so in order not to upset her he's hired you to come and pretend that you are interior decorators, just looking around the manor for inspiration, ways you can spruce up the place. But really, he knows, and you know, that you're there to investigate the house for the presence of Vason, maybe investigate Clementine. Do you have any questions about your prior conversation with Thomas Gunnings when he came to your secret society headquarters in Denmark? You've traveled a long way, but wow. you're both with the voices that you have. <laughs> Well, what, um, what, 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 what specific changes has he noted? It's like she's, so she's 12 years old and it's like she's four again. Right. She's ditzy and clumsy and she giggles and, you know, just laughs at things and doesn't understand things and makes messes and doesn't know things she should know. It's like she's hit her head and forgotten the last nine years of her life has she actually forgotten things like is is her memory intact thomas isn't isn't sure but she doesn't it either it's etiquette or it's an actual lack of knowledge but like it's hard to tell because it's quite hard to talk to her because her language capability has gone so far down right what's she normally like what does she like a 12 year old girl um (laughs) She has a collection of moths. Moths. And when and did the moth interest start? 
the moth interest started. I'm sure you asked Thomas Gunnings all this before. Um, the moth interest started when she saw an anime with a big moth robot, and ever since then, the she's been fuck? getting moths. That's really cool. All right. All right. <laughs> Likes moths. That's all I've written. Got it. Down Got it. Yeah, yeah. Said. Gonna clarify again that what I've actually written very mature. Um. So. <laughs> Dice. Dice. You guys pull up at the Gunnings estate. It is a big mansion. It is. It is. It stinks of wealth. Um. Oof. And as your carriage pulls up, your carriage that was arranged for you by Lord Thomas Gunnings, uh, you see a couple of uh, like uh, hand staff come to you, and uh, a man who you can tell is probably the gardener. He's got his overalls on and he's got a trowel and he's got a bit dirty. He's, he's a slightly large man, but you know, I imagine he could still deadlift at least 60 kilos. And okay. he comes over with the others and, and they, they offer to take any equipment that you have. Um, you, I guess at this point you take a, a horse off of the carriage, which was yeah. in with you. Um, <laughs> it's a fall. It's a sickly fall. <laughs> Welcome, sir. T uh, Thomas Gunnings, uh, Lord Gunnings is expecting you, if you would just uh, step this way. Excellent. Very well, sir. They lead you inside. They're a little bit perturbed by who is clearly a homeless child coming in. But I, currently, I've got a chimney brush and I'm covered in chimney, like, yeah. soot. Um, <laughs> I, I did not get the memo about the disguise we were going as, so I, I, I chose chimney. I've <laughs> been, I, I'm wearing, like, a flat cap. Uh, uh, like a loose, like a kind of a threadbare linen shirt, like a, uh, and some overalls with a very big pocket on the front. I've got some dungarees okay. for some, holding some uh, painters' tools and such, and maybe other yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Gone. So, um, what you two both described, and I'll just say this more uh, clearly, is you guys get um, all players in uh -huh. this game get an advantage. Uh, which is a very vague thing, and I had to do a lot of googling to really understand it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, at the start of every mystery, you get an advantage. You chose a chimney sweep, and you chose painter's tools. No, no, um, no, no, no. I chose a painter's disguise. Yes, and specifically an overalls with a very large pocket. <laughs> so, at some point during this mystery, you can choose when. You just have to narrate how you're using it, and I'm going to be very lenient about that Good. Um, because of what Toby has. Um, <laughs> you can use your advantage to add uh, basically a modifier of plus two to a roll. And you, can do, you got that once per mystery. You also have another one time per mystery kind of thing, but I'll get to that when it's relevant. Um, so... Uh, yeah, you, you wander in and you're shown into a big kind of uh, a drawing room. There's a lovely little futon. There's a fireplace. It is roaring. Um, there is a lion's head mounted above the fireplace. Ooh. It is not roaring. Okay. Um, and you, you walk on over and Thomas, who you remember as being a very round man, and he's got a cane and a Monopoly hat and a Monopoly monocle. And he, he See the Monopoly up. man? He's not the Monopoly man, but he will go on to inspire the game of Monopoly in the year. This is a prequel! What the fuck? I actually don't think that Uncle Pennybags, which I think is his ca canon name. <laughs> Uncle Pennybags? I don't Excuse think he actually me? has a monocle, Carlisle. I think you'll find. 
I, well, I didn't say that he was the Monopoly Man. I said he would go on to inspire the Monopoly. But you said he had please, a Monopoly I've monocle. Into you said he had a Monopoly monocle. And you know the Monopoly piece? The monocle? Monopoly? Yeah, some, piece, some, monocle. Some, yeah, some people not a, include... I mean, it's, it's in, like, home. If you Monopoly. If you said he was wearing a Monopoly thimble, I'd, you know... Yeah, it's a big part of his... Um, so I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna... <laughs> Ban Jack from the game? I'm just... Well, I'm just gonna send you a picture, actually. Yeah. Uh, of the Monopoly man wearing... Oh, great. I can't wait to find a picture this is great. of Mr. Audio Monopoly. Audio content. With a yeah. fucking with a monocle drawn on him in the in-app in the photo edit on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I Here's think that's MS Paint thing. actually. So what it, that looks I, like to me. The hilarious thing is, so Jack called the joke before I'd sent it to him, and what I've sent him is a, is a normal picture of the Monopoly Man, and there's just a black circle that has clearly been edited on. But I didn't make this. I Googled. <laughs> I googled Monopoly Man Monocle, and this was like the fourth <laughs> response. I'm pretty sure that what I've just done is a very common thing. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people have tried to pull one over. It's the Mandela on effect. Oh my so God. it's good that you, 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 you really harped on about the idea that the man wouldn't have a Monopoly monocle, but I said it would go on to inspire the creation of the Monopoly in 2013, and you were fine with that. <laughs> I didn't hear that bit. I was too busy correcting you on the, the yeah. stupider thing to correct you on there. Um, Anywho, yeah. he adjusts his canonical Monopoly monocle. Ooh, that's so much fun to say. Everyone have a go. <laughs> the canonical... Oh, no. Oh no! Oh, oh this no! Is be a three I feel list. bad for the canonical, you. The canonical monopoly. <laughs> no! Don't try again! Don't try again, please. The canonical monopoly monocle. It's not that. Bad. I was playing it up for the camera. Yeah. Don't you know? Don't you but see? But what did you have to sacrifice to get here? <laughs> Toby, you have a go. You just have to do it with confidence. That's the key. Yeah. What's the phrase again? The canonical, canonical monopoly, monopoly monocle. Canonical m- monopoly monocle. Mm, you stuttered. Yeah. Let's move yeah, on. Um, I got it uh, first time, though, you fuck. <laughs> Sarah Gunnings, his wife, is wearing a long frock and uh, a hat that says <laughs> New York on it. And she... I don't know why I've gotten so weird with this. Just out of the gate, but I have. And I'm just, I'm just sticking with it now. Um, she walks over and says, I didn't realise we were having guests today, Thomas. And he says, Oh, sh- Surely, darling, I told you, these are um, they're, they're the interior decorators, yes? And he turns to you and he, he gives a little a little wink with his Monopoly, Monopoly eye. Monopoly eye, yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Good evening, ma'am. Yes, not to, not to be worried, madam. You're an interior decorator? She says, pointing at Oliver specifically. He's something of my apprentice. I have right. many side gigs. I'm a... <laughs> I'm a man of many... I'm a boy of many talents, Mom. <laughs> uh, I can vouch yeah. for that. Yeah, well, I suppose none of that was technically a lie. Um, so so I won't make you attempt to check. Well, I, I'd best um, I'd best show you the the areas that I um, I, I wanted to, to, wanted you to have a look at. Yes, and indeed. And so I was like, Thomas, surely you'd leave that, to the, leave that to the staff I'm talking to you about. 
about my crochet club and you're not even listening to me. Oh, darling, I just have particular thoughts about what we could do around uh, Clementine's room. And she kind of, upon hearing Clementine's name, kind of goes like, Mm-hmm. Well, have I have you have a productive time? You can find me in my chambers should you need me. And she gets up and she storms off a little bit upset. Tommy, that's what his friends call him, um, goes, Right, um, sorry, she, um, she had a bad uh, egg this morning. Um, so right. let's, let's head on upstairs. And he leads you up these, these very ornate, this marble staircase. And the banister is blue. Okay. And you get upstairs and you I take out my little notebook and I write down blue banister. It's a good idea. Uh, <laughs> I roll my eyes at that and I say, uh, yeah. tell me, Mr. Could you, roll a, could you roll a rolling eyes check for me? What That's the fuck is that, Carla? <laughs> you roll your eyes. I, That's the check. Um, and so you... You failed. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. That was a good rolling of eyes. I did it twice. You failed. It's, it's RNG. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, Mr. Uh, Gunnings, you haven't noticed anything strange about your wife at all? Um, I... She's perhaps a, a little frumpier than normal lately, but, uh, I, you know, women in this age, just before the Industrial Revolution, gosh, they're all frumpy, aren't they? They only want to talk about their crochet club and their trips to New York. And then he moves on, um, and he gets you over to Clementine's room, and he goes, now... This is, um, this is my daughter's room. It's a little bit, um... Well, I'm sorry that we're showing it to you in this state. I just, um... Well, the cleaner's been a little freaked out by it all, is all. Um... What's the state? He opens the door. And... It's... It's it's like a, a child with just no oversights room. Like a young... There is crayon all over the walls. There's a broken bust on the floor, a bust of William Shakespeare. Um, and... Okay. And, yeah, you can see it's William Shakespeare, but half the head's come off, and the ear is in the hands of a little girl who is 12 years old but fully naked, so that's kind mm. of a little bit, like, a little uncomfortable with this. This is just on the cusp where it's like, it's okay, you, you need to make them wear stuff at the beach now kind of <laughs> level. Especially on the cusp. 1740. <laughs> I don't know what the standards were then, but. Yeah. Uh, and she's just chewing on the ear. She's chewing on William Shakespeare's ear. Um, there's like paper around. There's like books, and like paper's been ripped out. A lot of it's clearly been chewed and spit up. Um, the room's pretty gross. Damn, is this child. The behaviour yeah. you expect of a four-year-old? Well, I, I, I suppose it's the behaviour I expect of a, a four-year-old with no, um... Or with no, no cleaners to... to uh, we, we just don't know how to... It's a complete change. She was very... She was ahead of her class, in fact. In terms of reading, things like that. She was a very clever girl, and I don't know what's caused this. Is she responsive? Can you speak oh, to yes. her? Clementine. Clementine. She doesn't respond the first time. The second time, she looks up with her ear, and she just 
She says, like there's a question mark on the end of it. Daddy! Then she says, certainly, seeming sure of herself. Oh, this is much more fucked than I was expecting, Carlisle. This behavior is certainly quite unusual. What did you say? This behavior. This behavior is certainly quite unusual. I thought you said this potato is certainly quite unusual. <laughs> um, I don't. I do take a potato out of my pocket and eat it. So, so from time to time. So I might do that as we go along. Just for for warning. I'm not being rude. I'm just a bit peckish sometimes. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> Sorry, Doctor. I'm, I'll, I'll keep to myself. It's no bother. So how long has she been like this? Uh, um, perhaps two weeks. Two weeks. And it, it, there's no market, uh, no event you can trace this back to. She was, she came home from school one day. She go to boarding school. It was, we, I, we woke her up in the middle of the night. Uh, me and, um, me and my wife. Bizarrely, she didn't even seem to really... She wasn't that worried. You know, she told her off for acting so silly, but it became clear that after a while... You know, she doesn't really respond to being scorned for this behavior, so it's... It, there's something else at play, but, um... Yeah, you know, I woke her up. I tried to get her to come downstairs for her normal... Her normal, um... Uh, what's the name of the posh game that I would know the name of, but I've forgotten just now where you're on a horse and you play it's, uh, it's not polo. polo, is it? Is that polo? I thought that was a different thing. I believe it's polo when you're on That's a horse. That's polo, yeah, yeah. It's like croquet but on a horse. Oh, I think croquet was what I was thinking of. Is croquet Croquet's got nothing really to do with horses. So polo's like croquet on a horse. Yeah, that's what I, that's well, I was saying. It is normally posh. It was a Saturday. It was a Saturday, and normally we get her to, you know, prepare for her her, her polo lessons. Um, she has normally quite a good bond with her horse. Terrified of it now. Tried to show her horse, see if it might snap some sense into her. Terrified of the beast. Uh. Um, yeah, I, I'm at my wit's end, frankly, gentlemen. Um, did she... Do uh, go or do anything in particular at the time when this behaviour started? I can tell you the night we put her to bed, she was as she had always been. She was a very proper, respectable young lady. One that I was very proud to show to my friends and go, Look, a daughter that shuts the fuck up when I tell her to. Um, oh, now, now I'm like, look boys. Hey, shut the fuck up! And she just keeps going. <laughs> I'm a seventeen forty father. So you didn't notice any strange occurrences around the house then? No, no, I haven't. I mean, I. Perhaps if you talk to the staff, they might be able to tell you if they've noticed anything to that end. But um, no, uh, beyond that, you know, this room has obviously become something a little bit, a little bit strange. But um. It's like she's a mentally deficient toddler. Very oh. suddenly, just overnight. All right, then. Very strange. Doctor, do you think we should have a look around the room then first? I don't know how much can be gleaned from a room in this state, but I suppose. 
Now, yes, um, we shall. I don't want to interrupt your process. Um, I can take... Well, I can send some staff up to take Clementine away if she starts getting uh, in your way. Um, so I'm sure we can handle Okay. Um, I, uh, I'll, uh, well, I'll let down. I'll try and keep Sarah distracted, but she has a, she has a habit of getting away from me, especially recently. So, um, why don't you, uh, just, you know, ask the staff if you need to, to go anywhere. You have my permission to look anywhere, um, around the whole estate, but, uh, try your best not to let Sarah notice your inquiries. If you understand, she thinks you're here. To, you know, see where to put chandeliers and stuff like that. So, of course, yeah. you have my trust, Oliver gentlemen. Gives a nod. I thank you for your discretion. And he turns around and leaves. Um, what would you like to do? Check out the room first, I reckon. Uh, okay. Just yeah. What's what's the equivalent of like an Arcana check here? Is there so? Like a- there's not a specific uh, notice magic check, um, but there is a investigation check. There's also an observation check you can do to kind of understand what other people are thinking. That's your uh, if you're if you're listening to this and you're 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 familiar with D and D. That's the equivalent of insight, essentially. So what a, what what would it be to kind of just kind of filter through my own head um, and try and match? This, like, overnight. Does does that ring any bells? I guess is what I'm asking. Like, uh, yeah. So what you could do is roll learning. So the way okay. checks work in this game is like a lot of games. Um, the players have uh, some broad categories of abilities. Those are known as attributes. In this game, it's physique, precision, logic, and empathy. And then within that, they have skills. And uh, you have a number assigned to each of those things. Uh, so in this instance, uh, learning is a logic skill. And uh, Jack's character uh, has a five in logic and a two in learning, which means you roll a total of seven D6. God, I'm so good at that. Mm. And the way this game works is what you're looking to do is get a six. That's the only face on the die that actually matters. That counts as a success. For nearly all checks, you're wanting to get one success. And then if you do, you do it. And then sometimes, if you get extra successes, you can capitalize on those in some way. Uh, For particularly hard checks, the GM might rule that you need to get more than one success. Um, Three is for, like, almost impossible shit. Over that, it's very unlikely to ever come up. Um, Alright, well, then I'm going to roll seven die and just kind of filter through my brain and uh, and think about perhaps what this could, just based on my experience Mm -hmm. as a a Vason hunter. And that is two sixes. Two sixes. So that's two successes. So... I'm just going to read through learning because sometimes there's suggestions about what you can do with extra successes. And I just wanted to check. <laughs> By rolling more successes than required, you can sometimes gain access to more information. Okay, pretty wavy. That's. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, so you, um, you don't know exactly what's happened no. to her, but in your history as a Vason Hunter, in your studies of, you know, uh, the hidden 
fey world that lies behind uh, this mortal one. Um, people can change really quickly. Sometimes it's a sign that they have been possessed. Sometimes it's a sign that they have been replaced. Yeah, changelings and such. Mm. And sometimes, and you'd know this as a doctor, sometimes it has nothing to do with that. Yeah. This girl might just be brain damaged. She what, might have sustained what, some is, kind of stroke or something like that. The overnight, does that trigger anything? The fact that it happened overnight, does that rule out any possibilities or bring up that anything specific? doesn't suggest anything to you. Okay. One thing that might alarm you as a doctor is that physically, she seems fine like there's no apparent cause of injury like there's no head wound that might have caused a yeah sure like something that would have this profound an effect on someone's cognition um there's nothing like that so the fact that she seems fine is leading you to think this is probably a basin thing not an not a normal mortal medical issue that you would deal with as a yeah. doctor rather than a basin hunter clementine walks over to oliver Giggles. Hello there, Clementine. My name's um, Oliver. And she goes, Tirillo! Sorry? Tirillo! Tirillo? Oliver Tirillo! That. That's not my name, silly. <laughs> and then she baths. Oh, oh. oh no. Uh. I, I I take out a handkerchief and I. <laughs> It'll tell you, it's, you know what I you know. <laughs> your handkerchief, you know what you've really bought a, a knife to a gunfight here. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I have second thoughts then, and I decide to leave that up to the um, staff. That's we'll call someone for that. That's um. Tirolo. I give her. I give her. Tirolo. Like I'm sorry. Did you say Tirolo? I give her like a pat on the back. She she spins over as you say Tirolo. Yeah. Huh? Who's Tirolo? What's Tirolo? Ooh! <laughs> Puts the ear back in her mouth, starts chewing. I don't think we're going to get many answers out of her, Doctor. Hmm. Yes, it would seem that way. It, 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 does any do any does anything I do, trying to talk to her, get a response? Do I get the sense when you call when when you say the word Tirolo, she responds to that. If I if I just like go up, introduce myself, say hello, I'm Doctor Willoughby, mm -hmm. try to treat her like a patient. Is there any response, or is it just chewing? She'll on giggle at you. She'll notice that you're talking to her. Okay. Um, but she doesn't say like, "I've got bad kidneys" or something. Tirolo mean anything? That's an example. To you? Does Tirolo mean anything to me? Do. Tirolo doesn't mean anything to either of you. Okay. Can I do an an, an investigation of the room then? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll investigation, which that's for six Toby. Dice. Yeah, let me just check that. So yeah, that's two for investigation plus four for your logic. So yeah, six dice. That's one success. One success. So yeah. Um, you, you you look around the room, and you find in one of those um, 
You know, I said there was papers strewn around the room. A lot had been mm-hmm. chewed on. So there's a crayon all over the room. Uh, you are able to sift through and you find a sheet of paper from what looks to be a fairy tale book with um, there's a there's a fairy king on it and he's been crossed out in red crayon. <gasps> and there's no, also some uh, script in language you don't understand. What couldn't it be, Oliver? Uh, well, w- would you like to have a look at this, Doctor? Shows us yeah, a, surely. Uh, a fairy king. A fairy king, you said? Yeah. Yes. Um, Scribbled could... out in red crayon. Well, uh, either of you could, um, if you want to, attempt a learning check. Yeah, to, just to a flat learning check? About... Yeah, it's oh, wait, no, learning is a thing. Would I, would I even need to? Because I... I have some experience with this. Well, it it might not be exactly what you think it is. No, it might not. I did. It's up to have a an encounter one with success for me. With one success for Jack. Thing. So H- how many how many uh, do I roll for that? Well, Jack Jack's rolled one success um, for his. So check. I just let him have that. Okay, cool. And he um, he looks he reads some of the paper, you know the the, the words that were actually printed on the paper. And you recognize this as a version of a Midsummer's Night's Dream that was made for children. Right, okay. Oberon. Then I can safely assume. Ah, if Oberon's involved in this, then that's very bad, Doctor. Yes, that that would be my understanding. How much do I know about your involvement with uh, Mr. The Oberon? How much would you have shared with me? I ventured front? into the woods when I was a kid with my sister. Um, I, we then deep in the woods got lost, and that's where when we met Oberon, uh, the fairy king. And after that, uh, it was some violence, and only Oliver left the forest. He lost his sister. Right, okay. I may be a bit sensitive to that. Um, so this is this is not digging up any good memories for him. In fact, he's he's he, Oliver's a little bit upset by the by the notion that he, he did become a hunter with the the ultimate goal of uh, confronting that again, but you know, he's uh But maybe yeah, you're still a child and um, maybe you're totally not ready. ready for that. Mm. Um Alright, maybe Rowan is maybe, um, maybe closes the book, um, and he says, okay, well, perhaps we should ask around the grounds. How does that sound? Perhaps we should, uh, conduct some interviews with, with the staff. Hey? Yeah, yes, that, that, yes. Yeah, of course, Doctor. Okay, all right. Um, you came in with a couple of staff hands. There's a, a few butlers and stuff like that walking around all over. There's one posted outside the room. Is there like a um, like a, a, a nanny or a nurse or somebody who would have spent a lot of time or a governess, perhaps? Uh, you are led to believe, due to, from the conversation you had with Lord Gunnings before we started, uh, that she was normally seen to by a nanny who does live on the ground somewhere. Okay, well, well, I, uh, that sounds like the the first person to go to, um, to my mind. Um, yeah, I mean, perhaps, yeah, her. her. I, I'm weighing up actually. Do do I want to 
you know, do I want Oliver listening to this if it's going to dredge up memories, or do I, or do I just let let him sit with that? I mean, this is what he wants, right? I mean, I, I guess I let let him know that, like, hey, look, you're free. Just like step out if you need to. Right. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you. No bother. Just, just make sure that you're feeling okay. All right. Just, I, I, I can handle this if you can't. All right. I, I think I'll be all right, sir. Okay. Well, to to, to the governor's then. To uh. Okay. Uh. So I imagine you step outside the room and you check with uh one of the staff there. Yeah. Be be sure that this door is locked. Be sure that she's not let out. You want us to look uh to lock the lord's. Or in. just keep an eye on it. On the door. Alright, sir. Yes. Um I trust your judgment. Um you'll you'll find the classroom and um and Patricia. Uh it's it's at the end of this hall and you turn right past the guest bedroom. Very well. So yeah, you walk down the hallways of the estate. As you go on the way to the classroom where you're told Patricia, the uh, governess, is waiting for you, uh, you do get to see out into the pretty resplendent garden, which uh, uh, features, you know, lots of very interesting orchids and flowers and stuff like that. Well, I was about to say also a a pretty considerable hedge maze. Um, That's what I want to hear. Which is cool. Also... Appears to be some some small crop growing things, so uh, you know, like crop. just some 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 fruits, potatoes, oh, and stuff right, like okay. that. That makes sense. Um, you know, not a huge swathe through it. It's not a farm. It's, sure. It seems to just sort of just like a hobby kind of yeah. little area, which is funny because you know they can clearly afford to buy in for that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, um, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, some someone's doing that. So yeah, you arrive at the classroom. The classroom seems a little bit dusty. No one's been in here for a, a little while, or rather, it's not been used to to teach. But um, there is a woman there, a, a, a very kind of, she's wearing very, very conservative clothing and um, her hair is tied back and she seems just kind of, I don't know, a bit distant, maybe a bit uh, scared. And um, she, she notices you come in. She's very tense. She doesn't greet you, but she kind of, she's clearly noticed you come in. Uh, good day, Miss, uh, name. Miss name? What was her name? You gave me a name earlier. <laughs> Vanessa? Just, Justine? I, I couldn't tell if it you was were Vanessa. saying Patri- Patricia. Fuck. Oh, wow, I was so sure of myself. Off, I was so sure of That's myself. That's crazy. Yeah. I take that out, uh, I guess. Uh, Miss Patricia. Um, I'm told you were, uh, uh, in charge of the girl. I, I I saw to her her education, not even all of it. She went to a school with some of the other children, but her parents didn't like her associating with with the riffraff all the time, so I, I, I did the other half of her education. More intense stuff, you know. Further academics. She was um, very, very proficient in, in, in language and, and mathematics, especially for a, a, a girl, I'd say. Right. How long ago did that all stop, then? Well, once her new... Condition made itself apparent, you know, a couple of weeks ago, perhaps. You don't have a date. Um, it was a, a Sunday, the Sunday two weeks ago. What day is it today? And you would know that it's Saturday. Saturday, 
Patricia. So it's been 13 days. 13 days then, I suppose. 13 days. Right. Um, and uh, does she have any friends? And her parents didn't really like her. The, the, the other kids at the school, they weren't as um, uh, blue-blooded as the Gunnings. Let's um, say so. Should they, they they liked kind of half and half at the school and half here, and none of them have ever been to to visit. It's, it's they haven't considered them suitable. Um, I wouldn't say she had any friends. No. Right. Okay. So that limits contact. The, the the circle of people that she's been in contact with. It was a Sunday, and you don't teach her on Sundays. I teach her every day. You teach her every day. So what was she like normally? Um. Well, the. I didn't teach her on that Sunday, but I can tell you the Saturday before, um, we were talking about, um, let's see, we were discussing um, Plato. Plato, and how did she seem? A little bored, but that's not unusual. Uh, philosophy was not her strong suit. She wasn't, she wasn't dull in the, in the field, I must, I must stress. But um, And what might you describe as her strong suit? Language, maths, or something else? I think I would say um, language, above all. Very inquisitive about, um, you know, the power of words. It's It's been tough to see her vocabulary stripped from her in the way that it has been. Normally profoundly, um, and I suppose, erudite for a girl. Her age able to string together complex, nuanced sentences, much above her peers. This is very troubling business indeed, ma'am. I'm... I agree. What precisely do you mean by the power of words, as in, um... I, I just mean she, um... Poetry. You know, she... Poetry and... and, and, and Plays. Stagecraft and novels, all, all sorts, non-fiction, even history books. She, um... She enjoyed interesting prose and she could write interesting prose even. did she and, have um, a particular interest in folklore not to my knowledge or, i mean i i don't think she was disinterested in it and by disinterested i mean uninterested because um you know arseholes are very keen to point out the difference between those two things <laughs> and what is the difference might i ask uninterested is um <laughs> to say that you you don't care at all. You don't give a monkey. Disinterested, meanwhile, means that you do not have a stake. So, for example, the judge in a case, you very much don't want them to be uninterested. You want them to be paying close attention, but you do want them to be disinterested. For example, if uh, right. if the judge had invested into the defendant's uh, company or something like that, and them being found guilty could take it take a hit, they wouldn't be disinterested. So a good judge should be disinterested, but not uninterested. That makes that sense. Was, that makes a that measure was, of sense. That was very informative, ma'am. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Patricia. Uh, yes, I, my voice changes dramatically when I uh, explain the difference between uninterested and disinterested. Is that like a teeth? Is that like a teacher's voice or something? 
Mm, it's like a Carlisle assumed you would think this was out of character and explanation. <laughs> yes, but I don't know why he thought that because we were clearly yeah, talking in character. Why? So. Yes, well, why do you know what And you were clearly talking in character when you said that, so clearly that he's, was in character as well. He's one of those assholes that loves to explain that kind of thing to people and be like, oh, don't you mean uninterested? But yeah, she was never uninterested. <laughs> but I, you know, she didn't harp on about it. I think. Um, yeah, modern novels, things like that, like, uh, I don't know, Jane Austen. Is that contemporary? Maybe. Probably roundabout, I'd say. <laughs> I'm not going to fact And if it, it isn't, in this universe it is. <laughs> well, I'm not sure what other questions I might have for you, uh, Miss Patricia. Mm. What capacity are you here as? Are you with the police or with the... I'm a doctor. You're a doctor. Oh, good, they're finally getting someone in to see it. They were... Arguing about it, I well, fear it's too late to really help her now. But um, we are men, uh, man and boys of many talents. Actually, that one is of them not incorrect. Be one of them be uh, interior design. You also interior design. You do interior design. <laughs> Rubbing my forehead, glasses up, <laughs> rubbing the bridge of my nose. <laughs> Yes. Right. Yes, Quite well, a, officially, um, if anyone is to ask, that is the answer we're to give. Is that clear? Is it? Is it Sarah? Is this why we're... Is that the pretense? That is the pretense under which we're here. I understand. What can you tell me about the disagreements that uh, Sarah and... I can't tell you anything, because it doesn't make a lick of sense to me, if you'll pardon such language. And I'll pardon much worse. I, <laughs> I fucking hope you will. <laughs> uh, I always... We always got on very well. She was, you know, she was never particularly friendly with me. She seemed to understand her station and uh, and... and Keen to remind me and the other staff at the house of theirs, but um, you know she was always respectful, courteous, and always seemed sensible. But ever since this business with Clementine started, she seems distant in an interesting way, and she doesn't want anybody to do anything about the situation. I mean, I do. You, do you want to know my instinct? I mean, you're a doctor, and I'd hate to kind of explain these things to you, but um. Anything you can give me might be useful in the diagnosis. Well, I, you know, we talked about historical cases and things like this and things to look out for. I try to give her as um, broad an understanding of, of, of education as I can. You know, um, these days it's, it, we're all too keen to just focus on language and mathematics, language and mathematics, and it means people become these unitaskers and they don't... Sorry, I shouldn't lecture you about that. I... Well, we were talking about some medical things, some some knowledge like that, and I know you're not supposed to teach girls about that, but, you know, um, to me, I've, I've heard of poisonings gone wrong, uh, causing the brain to decay in a way that I think resembles her, and I, I think she's been poisoned. And I think, you know, I've, I've read, I'm sure you're much more learned about this kind of thing, Doctor, but I, you know, I'm, I think it could have been reversed if we'd made, reacted upon it immediately, got her straight to a hospital, but mother yes. said no, 
She'll snap out of it. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Leave her be. She's That's just very strange indeed. I'm writing all this down. Poisoned. That's what she thinks based on her knowledge. Yeah. Have you noticed a severe deterioration in mental faculties since the day? Has this gotten exponentially worse, or is she at about the same level no, she's No, to be her? honest, actually, the opposite. She was completely babbling and incoherent the first day, and since then her language has steadily improved. I mean, I, I haven't really seen her. She doesn't come for her normal lessons anymore. Peculiar. But what would I know about poisonings? Does does that ring true? I mean, well, I like I yeah. said when you did your check before, you don't think that this is a non-magical thing. Your your observation of it seems um, like it is magical due to just the sort of the time frame and the fact that she has no other physiological symptoms. Um, right. But you are aware that yeah, like. Um, Poisons, you know, if they aren't administered in the dosage that's enough to kill them, it can lead to something like, you know, it can cause brain damage. But normally effects that are more profound, people might lose their bodily faculties as well. They might show signs of it, their kidneys will be affected. Let's say you might expect jaundice, that kind of thing. Uh, they might be crippled in other ways. Her body seems totally fine. Yeah. It really seems like it's just her mind that's gone gone in a weird direction that you can't explain. So you, you're, because of your check before, your instinct, it's not that it's poisoning. Okay. But she thinks that it is. Alright, well I'll be certain not to rule that out. She was eager not to get her own daughter to the hospital. She didn't want anybody interfering with her. She said, let her be. She is a child and she will be fine. She is my, she's my daughter and she's fine and she wouldn't let us attempt to administer some kind of medical check or call in a doctor. I was quite surprised when you introduced yourself as one, and now that we've discussed the pretense, I suppose that makes more sense. Very well. Well, we should probably get on with the investigation then, Doctor. Yes, I was going to throw to you if you had any other questions, uh, Oliver, but uh, it seems you don't. Uh, thank you very much uh, for your time, Miss Patricia. Um, Obviously, if Sarah is to inquire as to what we discussed, you'll say something to the nature of uh, what rug goes with, what potential oil lamps will be hanging along the hallways and such. That, uh, yes, yes, tiling and whatnot. Exactly. I understand. Thank you for entertaining my whims. Now, um... Is there anybody else? You said that she, doesn't have, she certainly doesn't have any friends her own age. Is there anybody else around the grounds that she's particularly close with? I mean, because she doesn't have friends her own age, she's um quite friendly with just about all the staff, I would say. Or well, she was before. Nowadays, she doesn't really seem to know who they are. Or maybe she does. It's hard to tell. Um, you know, uh, the Henrik, the gardener, knows her well. I... I know her well. Some of the staff know her well. I confess I don't know all of their names. They don't need to Is there a groundskeeper? Uh, Henrik kind of serves both roles. Interesting. Large fellow. Uh, yes. Yes. I think we met him on the way in. Alright. I think I... It might be a good idea to speak to him in case there were some happenings outside the mansion while... Uh, this was a well. This change occurred. 
That's a very good instinct of yours, Oliver. Uh, you, you lead the way. Thank you, Doctor. I um, head back out to where we saw Henrik. Okay. And uh, I, I give like a polite bow to uh, Patricia. She she appreciates that and gives you a, 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 a very, very posh nod back. Won't explain what I mean by that. You head out I the give, door. I, the I, give, I, I reciprocate the posh nod, to be clear. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she looks really offended when you do. Um, <laughs> that was the wrong kind. That was a salad nod. I should have been Fucked using up. the dessert nod. Um, you, yeah, you, you head back out. I will say that uh, probably just to make sure you're aware of the house and stuff, because no one's kind of walking through it. Also, canonically, a butler has told you that, you know, you're free to look around. Uh, the probably Most of the mansion is kind of uninhabited. I mean, it's regularly kind of dusted and stuff like that, but there's um, the only rumors that really anyone does anything. It's, there's the classroom you've been in. There's Clementine's room you've been in. There's the master bedroom. Uh, Henrik has a hut outside. There's the gardens, which you've seen outside with the with the produce and the flowers and, and, the, and the hedge maze. Uh, there's also a basement with, like, um, a coal kind of furnace and stuff mm-hmm. like that for heating. So, yeah, and if you need directions to any of that stuff, any of the staff will be happy to answer your questions and okay. take you anywhere you need to go. Uh, but, yes, you saw the garden as you were walking to um, the uh, the classroom, and you very briefly met Henrik. Uh, well, uh, well I, I'd like to just say to Oliver on the way, so uh, what, mm-hmm. what are you thinking at this stage, Oliver? Well, I suppose it was possible that Clementine had a have another worldly visitor during the night and it might be possible that someone might have seen something from the outside but it's only one way to find out doctor indeed well how, how would you like to take point on this one oh very well i'll try my best i'll i'll, I'll be here if you if, if you get stuck or anything just i'll give it I, a shot i have doctor. all faith in you though oliver so um thank you doctor I wonder what the other people living in Toby's house think he's doing. <laughs> they probably think I'm insane. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, uh, you make your way outside. Henrik isn't where you get. You know, you kind of pulled up the driveway, which had these like big arches. He's not there anymore. He just kind of came to help out. Uh, you don't immediately see him around. Uh, there is a hut, um, which you were informed by Patricia is his hut there's also a big maze and gardens and stuff is there any way you'd like to poke around first actually i'd like to do an investigation of the area outside where around where her window would be clementine's window yeah Yeah. okay uh yeah i i you look around and there isn't anything obviously there's doesn't appear to be any kind of evidence of tampering on the on the window What's the hedge maze like? Like, can I see over it? How how tall are the hedges? The hedges are perhaps a meter and a half tall. Okay. Is it like a raised area? Are they, or are they maybe in a in a in a lowered area so that you can you can get a like a survey the the hedge maze from above? You could survey the hedge maze when you were in the building. When you're on the ground, right? Uh, it's not that easy to okay. do that. And sorry, where is it in relation to the house? Is it 
next to it. Okay, that makes sense. I was just, I, you know, there's a lot, a lot of the times they'll have like a driveway that goes around a hedge maze or something. Sure, sure. Up to the no, front. Of the um, house. Yeah, it's separate from the from. Let's say if if there's kind of four sides of the mansion. Uh, you pulled up on the north face and you walk around to the east face to see the hedge maze in the gardens. Okay. Alright, I suppose we should go try and talk to Henrik then. I suppose we should. Yeah, we go to his hut, I suppose. I think I give a little bit of a knock on the door. One second! And, uh, he kind of rustles around and uh, he, he, he kind of, shit! And he opens the door and he opens it kind of slowly not not slowly but like narrowly and he kind of he goes through without really opening it wide he comes out to you he doesn't stand in the doorway talk to you he opens it narrow squeezes through closes it behind him uh, how can i help so we, we're just completing a bit of a an investigation surrounding the events of of, of that led to the current uh condition of of the mistress Clementine. Uh, we How want... old are you? He says. I'm. It's hard to keep track now, but I think I'm about fourteen. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, this is a interesting line of work you find yourself in. Fourteen years old. Shouldn't you be in school. I had some unfortunate circumstances that. Right. Led me down this path, but we're not here to discuss that. I'm here on while business. He's, while he's talking, uh, can mm-hmm. I try to look past him? He closed that door behind him. Oh, he came out. I thought we were talking yeah. to him still through the door. But we've, I've, um, I've kept the mental note that that was suspicious, and maybe it's yeah, okay. I, could, I, I give like I, when he like did that. I imagine like Oliver gave like. Um, the Dr. Rona a bit, a bit of a, a look like. Yeah, mm. there was a shared nod. Um, uh, perhaps you could uh, take us on a, a tour of the grounds. Keep up. Um, yeah, I mean, well, but is there any way you've been already um, that I ought to know about? I just meant the, the we haven't really seen the outside. Just the, just the gardens, then? Yes, the gardens and the, the perimeter of the house, perhaps. Well, um, Oh, I've got to say, I am. Uh, I'm pretty privileged here uh, to say that I've got. Uh, I've got. Um, I kind of get to do what I want, to be honest. It's. Um, it's the the Lord and, and and the Lady. They aren't particularly interested in um, what goes on in the garden, just so long as it's uh, it's kept up. So, uh, it's mostly my project, really. Um, they employ me just to make it look nice, but they told me I'd plant whatever I like, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, let me tell you. Well, let me, t- let me show you the flowers first. Yeah, so what do you they- plant? Well, I plant whatever takes my fancy. Uh, you know, it's... Um, uh, the least exotic thing we've got here is this uh, this hedge maze, but uh, obviously it's kind of exotic just if you you know you don't live on an estate, which I didn't mm. until you know I started work here about gosh, well it's probably been about a decade now, or it will be in um, I think four months. I think four months. It'll have been a decade since I've been here. Yeah, um, gosh. Uh, so and this, uh, to be honest, this hedge maze, it's um, well, it's it's a it's a pretty. Uh, it's a pretty um, 
bog standard kind of cultivation the hedge itself but um you know the challenge really intending to it is knowing my way around the maze i know this maze like the back of my hand now obviously because i gotta go around trimming all the all the hedges and stuff i don't know why i bother it's not like anyone goes in there but um yeah sorry but the flowers here this is meant to be nice and navigable let me show you these roses these roses gosh if you i maybe don't mind my these were a bitch they were to to get going because they just they wouldn't take and it took me three goes i killed uh two batches before this one but finally i got a full flowering bloom about a year ago and it's actually been the same plant i haven't had to replant these roses since you see them bloom right now don't they smell delightful i've got orchids over here these are quite you might notice the uh and he walks you along there's a uh, six different species of orchids here they said these uh weirdly i didn't have as much trouble with these and you might think how do i plant orchids outside sorry i don't know if you know anything about this kind of stuff how do i plant orchids outside because they you know they can't take a british isles vague town rain um but they uh well have a look at the soil not soil is it and as you see it is it's a kind of a wood chip situation yeah it's okay. split it kind of mixes smooth so that the roses can get what they want and then the the orchid's kind of on this wood chip and i actually i have a cover i keep it in the shed don't worry about it um but i i pull it over and just to keep them away during the rain sometimes i'll actually i'll i'll wait till it's drizzling and i'll let the drizzle happen and then I'll, try, you know, if it's been drizzling for two minutes, that's enough for an orchid for for a week, maybe even two weeks, and then the cover comes on. Oliver's fiddling at... with something. He's fiddling with something right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm attempting to look at Oliver like, God, it's too fucking long to plants, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, uh, what else? Well, come on, go have a look at the crops. Um, he walks over to the crops. Um. And he says, here, nothing special to look at. Do you know why? I suppose you boys know you're... Uh, well, I suppose I said earlier that you could just tell from the window. So one of you does un recognize what a potato plant looks like from above. Yeah. Uh, growing spuds here? Yeah. Um, I think, I think you know, they grow. This is a small patch for spuds. I mean, they, they're, a, they're a wealthy family. They get their spuds in. But every now and again, they get a meal with my homegrown spuds. And they say that, that you know, the cook tells them, Oh, tells me later that they enjoyed those buds particularly um and yeah i i i enjoy that um i also i can grow garlic um and that's actually just sort of in the grass i don't even always find it here because garlic it's just about the time of year it actually it grows everywhere people don't realize this you don't need to you don't need to farm if you if you're doing it for yourself you don't need to farm garlic i mean i enjoy cultivating but you don't need to farm you can just go out Truly, just find it. You just got to know. You just got to understand the grass. It's like these. It's these cylindrical I, ones, well, and it's kind of spreads. If, if uh, what a it's a lovely uh, uh, garden. I was wondering if uh, you uh, saw anything um, notable on the Sunday that 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 uh, the Clementine went undergo. What went through her her, her change in, in behaviour? Right. Just I see. Okay. So this isn't. You're not that interested in the garden. Are you? No, it was it was very informative, but. No, I understand. I understand. Um, well, you know, we all know we got jobs to do, eh? Um, on the clock as it is. <laughs> 
yeah, she, um, well, no, I didn't notice. Um, she... Well, we were told you, you, were, you were somewhat friendly with the girl, is all. Well, yeah, but before, before, a couple of Sundays ago, she, um, she would, she come out to me every day. She'd talk about it, um, come over, and he walks you over to an oak tree, and he pats it, and he goes, I suppose you've ever met a tree with a name? Not too many, anyways. Well, none have introduced let me introduce themselves. You to Cassandra. Happy with <laughs> that was a good one, Doctor. Yeah, thank you, Oliver. Cassandra, did you say? Uh, particularly witty, so yeah. Uh, Cassandra <laughs> is. Um, well, I, I'm not in the habit of naming trees either, um, and it's not a big oak tree. Um, it's uh, you know maybe a little bit taller than you uh, but it is growing acorns so you can see that it's an oak tree um, and it says this uh, this was planted with with me and Clementine um, yeah Clementine planted this and she named it and she came out every day and we talk about the crops and, and one day she said I want to do the garden and I said but I've, I've got everything there's not space in the flower patch for any more roses I told her you know maybe we could plant some garlic and then I would just because like I told you before garlic you're right you just find it uh, so I, hmm. I pretend oh this was garlic because you, you know she was I've known her since she was a top right um, but um, she said no I want to do something big and I said well I suppose I could so a week later I managed to get some plantable acorns they don't really grow around vague town but um I yeah we we got one together and we've been cultivating it and this is Clementine's tree Cassandra she yeah she was a curious she was a curious thing and to be honest I've missed her it was the best part of the job I I've loved this job because I kind of get to do what I want even if you know even if the lord and the lady don't really appreciate the work I put in or understand how nice this garden is compared to some of the other estates around here you know I've I've done something really good here and I love that I've been given that opportunity and the other great part about the job was that lovely little that lovely little lassie she's just coming around saying hello and uh, asking me about the plants and stuff and and learning about the flowers and planting a tree um, to be honest I bet I, it's almost a good thing that the Lord and Lady don't actually care because um, well a lot of Lord and Ladies they wouldn't want a tree in their garden this is the only one around right you know because it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a kept garden lawn right so like, there's no other trees around may I ask where did you source those acorns well uh, from a market you know I, I go out a couple of times a, a week and see if there's any supplies you're getting you know mulch fertilizers wood chips for the acorn you know um, anything like that seeds if I need them I've actually sown some strawberry seeds um, I don't know if they'll take because it's a little hard to grow them around here um, but uh, they they should do I, I reckon it'll be alright uh, do you mind if I I, uh, I I reach out and I as if to pluck an acorn if there is mm-hmm. one yeah there's, there's a few does, I was he, does say... he mind no he doesn't mind okay I was gonna try and investigate the tree. <laughs> yeah, go for uh, it. Yeah, I, I I can tell you that there's 
nothing stands out to you about the tree. I think you're telling that if I think there's nothing worth investigating, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. make you roll. And the book didn't say anything about that, but I just feel like it would be silly to make you roll. And then if you find something, and if you get a success, and I tell you, yeah, it's fuck all there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but maybe I should be making you make rolls and then telling you there's something is there if you fail on an investigate check. I don't know. I feel like the the category that might that might be too much of a rate oh but we know yeah. i guess i don't know i don't know i don't know yeah it's true you would know and then you'd have to role play as if you didn't know that you were wrong <laughs> yeah i don't like that circumstance very i much, i so think I the most sensible thing is if i know there's fuck all to find i don't make you roll yeah i'm, I'm pretty comfortable um, with that yeah um, so yeah, so the, there is nothing. So there's no markings or anything on it. There's nothing no. fucking sauce. It is a young acorn tree. Cool. Okay. Well, to, I'll pocket an acorn. Just you know, maybe yeah. it'll be useful. You have a you have an acorn. Um. Okay. Name's Cassandra. You know they Cassandra. eat those in some cultures. Cassandra. I read about it in the uh, in the library. Actually, there's a library inside. I don't know. I was going. I, I I was going to inquire about the library. I, I'm aware that the the girl like to read. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, smartest little thing. I learned a lot from her, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I know, I know my craft. I know about flowers and stuff. But she knew, um, you know, like uh, like Latin names for flowers. You know, mm. that that kind of the kind of stuff. I don't need to know. You know, I know what they eat. I know what weather they like. I know that kind of stuff. But she would kind of understand. Um, uh, yeah research stuff i can't understand um and she might bring it up she might say you know in in some places in the world roses are different because they they can do this and that or they um or they're they're natural recyclers she'd say she told she told me we should farm mushrooms because they're natural recyclers but actually mushroom farming is a bit of a it's a we don't have a you need to set aside a space to keep damp for it and um yeah we don't have one but you know Hey, maybe if um, if Clementine comes around, maybe I'll do that for her. Maybe we start a mushroom farm just because she wants it. And well, normally Lord and Lady don't put up a fuss, though. Lately, Lady's been a little bit more dis extra frumpy. I've heard unamiable. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry, forget to say anything. Um, no, please. We're keeping well, all of this yeah. very discreet. Okay. Um. Well, it was. This sounds selfish, and I know, but um, like I said, it It's kind of a little weird to to do all the work I do, and and they just don't care. Um, but it was preferable to what's changed, and in the last couple of weeks, ladies decided to start caring about the uh, the garden. Oh, she wanted me to get rid of this thing. oak tree, um, um, but then I explained it was Clementine's tree, and she dropped that. But um, she said, "You know, should we be growing spuds?" And I said, "Do you like the spuds?" And, and she said, "Well, I, I suppose I do like the spuds." If I said I like the spuds, it was, it was weird. Um, but I anything else she wanted? Well, to... Well, she doesn't talk to me that much. I she hasn't asked you to add anything to the garden. Just She's not asked me to. Yeah. Anything that doesn't look like a, you know, she likes the flowers and the orchids and stuff like that and the hedge maze, but she, anything that doesn't look like a, you know, a, a lord and lady's estate, then you know, she just wanted me to get rid of it. She said it wasn't in keeping with appearances, and 
She never cared before, so I don't know why she cares now. But um, and I How recently tried to play. start caring. Uh, maybe um, I don't know. Uh, two, three weeks it's been since this change of heart attitude. I don't know what you call it. Um, so since before. Uh, before whatever's happening with with Miss Clementine, yeah. I see. Not long before, mind. Okay. Hmm. I actually, um... No, never mind. Is something the matter? No, it's just, I don't think it's relevant. I've changed my mind. It's well, okay. any details could be, could be helpful. You never know. Uh, let me just remind myself what the skills are. Dooby do. Is this in, in little manipulation? Is this? Oh, I'm yeah, very well, manipulative. Let me check. <laughs> so the the empathy skills are inspiration, uh, manipulation, observation. And so yeah, this might be manipulation. I'm just going to read what manipulation says. You can use manipulation to influence how other people think, feel, or act by lying, flirting, bribing, negotiating, haggling, or using your social skills in other ways. When yeah. manipulating someone, you are describing what you hope to achieve, what you are doing. It seems like that's you're just trying to convince him to tell you. Yeah. Um. Maybe. Maybe inspiration. Address a crowd. Encourage and guide your friends. I'm. I'm happy to call it an inspiration role to try and convince him to tell you whatever he's not telling you. Just, just uh, before that, though, okay. I, I, I don't think poison is in any way a factor here. Based on your understanding, you don't. You think it's more likely that it's a magic thing, not a poison thing. Okay. Well, Jack, what's your inspiration like? Mine zero. My empathy See, is I, three. I, my manipulation is a is a three, and my empathy is two. Maybe you What's should play up the, the big pleading child eyes, you know? Maybe you should kind of... Please, sir, it would be really helpful. <laughs> it's really funny to hear you say please, sir, in that voice, and then not say I want some more. Um, <laughs> what's, uh, what's more your... information. Yeah, I'm, I'm being manipulative right now, let's say. <laughs> I how, I, how I think you... this I think this is an inspiration role. Is it? Um, because I, like, because of what you're trying to get him to do, you're not trying to change how he thinks or feels about things. Should we or... bring? Well, he the, thinks uh... it's not relevant, and I'm trying to get him to think that it is could be relevant. All right, fine. I'll what if we, should we bring up his whatever he's trying to hide in the in the in the hut? Uh, I feel like he might not be receptive to that at first, but not. for now we'll see. I'll roll this for now and see how that goes. And I didn't okay. succeed. No successes. Okay. Um, it's nothing. Just business. Don't worry about it. Oh, I see. What do you want to ask him about that? I've got no manipulation, so... <laughs> no, okay. It, it's just your, um... You could still... You roll your, uh... I know, but... Um... Empathy. <laughs> yeah, empathy. Well, if that's everything you can offer us. Um, if you have any other questions, and just, um... Well, you know where I'll be. I'm gonna... Ten to those strawberries. Is that what you've going got going on in inside? Inside? In in your hut? No, no. The, the strawberries are growing in in the with the other crops. Oh, you aren't you aren't growing anything in indoors, as it were. No, that's just you know there's tools and so I I need a place to put things. Right, of that makes okay. that makes sense. Very well. well it does make sense. We'll let you get back to your work then, sir. Thank you. 
Uh, can uh, I? Okay. Can I? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to observe. I'm going to do an observation. I just want to. I just want to get a read Go on ahead. what, what, what. Me bringing up the hot. What, what did I see in him? Go ahead. Um, yeah. Let's roll, roll observation. Four. I figured we were going to circle around and try and look in the hut now that he's over here with the strawberries, but. Well, because he's, he's going back both? there. Oh wait, are, these, oh, these no, two yeah, things are not. He's going to the crop, so those two things are not mutually exclusive. But you can roll observation now. Yeah, I roll observation just to see what. What does that? What does that bring up in him? What does that? What flares in his eyes when he yeah, mentions yeah, yeah. when I mention it? Um. So I should tell you actually before you do observation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that observation has a really interesting oh, twist on it. Oh yeah. Great insight. Um. So observation is is um. Is analogous to D&D's insight, and if you're not familiar with D&D's insight, that's uh, it's to say that it's it's good at kind of reading people, kind of like, is this person lying to me? Are they trying to hide something from me? Uh, but unlike D&D and other games with analogous skills, uh, f- this is I'm going to read this from the book. Failing the test means that you give yourself away to the opposite party and must disclose your player's character's thoughts, feelings, and intentions. So if you fail this observation check, you might blurt out. Seems like I'm hiding something in the shed or something like that. I've I've got it. Or, or I got I a success. It. Okay. Because I, yeah. I feel like Sorry. that would make more sense. Is that like like it would be the same thing of like he would um he would he knows Jack's, I was like asking. face he would guess his intention like oh he yeah. seems suspicious yeah. about this yeah. he, he rather knows than that Jack literally bringing question and then yeah. he might put it together and think yeah. But he doesn't because you succeeded. So yeah, you um, fucking yeah. dumbass. We got he, you. He got. He got. A, <laughs> yeah, you know, he got a little more. He tried to hide it. He tried to control his tone, but he he didn't completely. He doesn't want you in the shed. Okay. Right. No well, we're gonna walk away in a direction that looks like we're not. I don't get anything in the deeper. The or, no, or, you don't know yeah. why he doesn't want you in the shed, but you get the idea that it's not just tools in there. Did we get? Do we see? There was windows on there. No. Well, we'll just well, like it's. Is the shed out of his eye shot right now? No. Mhm. All right. Well, perhaps as he's going after the strawberries, we I, we just kind of huddle. Well, up. Wait, right, wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. What if? So. What if I asked him to show me around the maze? And you then went and did that. Sure. Because I'd, be, I'd be like, I actually really like mazes. Uh, we <laughs> like, really shouldn't, Oliver. We've got we've got a lot of people. But to I, but Doctor, I've always wanted to see the inside of a maze. Oh well, I, I don't Me. want you running off and getting lost. The grounds are rather extensive. I, 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 oh, but I I think I could figure my way around it. I don't know, really, really to go back and forth a little more. Well, okay. Well, how? Well, it's li- listen. I, you, uh, Mister Henrik, you you wouldn't mind um, perhaps accompanying Oliver just around the showing him around the, the maze. Oh yeah. If it's oh, not I too much time time out of your day. I suppose someone ought to bloody see it. Hey, <laughs> no one goes. No one's coming for a while. Eh? Uh yeah, yeah. Come on, lad. Come on. Oh, thank you, uh, sir. You've made my day. All right. Well, when you're ready, Oliver, I'll meet you in the library. How's that sound? Oh, hey. Good. That sounds good, Doctor. Do you know, do you know could be fun? I'll, I'll walk with... I know the way, right? So I'll, I'll watch you try and solve it. I'll come with you, but you kind of make your own way. Or, or if you want, I can just take you straight through it. Oh, yeah, that, that sounds, sounds like a lot of excellent. fun. Yes. I will... I will you, you will come with me, and I will try and, and make my way out from the centre. There is a mechanic I should discuss now. 
Uh-huh. Um, probably should discuss it a while ago, actually. Uh, but now that you guys are doing roles, there is a mechanic in this game uh, called pushing the role. I was going to ask about this earlier, actually. Mm. So you can, when you fail a role, so apologies if this is something you would have done, but I wouldn't have advised it based on anything that's happened yet. Mm-hmm. Um, when you fail a role, or you don't get the number of succeeds, successes you need, you are allowed to attempt to do what is called pushing the role, which means you can re-roll all of the dice, all the dice that didn't show up six, right? Let's try and get more right, successes. Okay. So, so if you know you have like an intention for like something you could do with extra successes, and then something you could do, right? Or if you're doing a particularly hard check where you need, I don't know, three successes and you got two, you can do it. So. Yeah, for example, if you are rolling five die, uh, your chance of getting one success... It, I keep I keep getting my my plural... It's singular die, multiple dice. I keep mm. doing that wrong. I listened back to um, Wizardry and Bureaucracy yesterday and it, wrong every single time. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the... Um, <laughs> So if you roll five dice, you get a you have a sixty percent chance of getting one success. If you then push that roll, you have an eighty four percent chance of getting success on that. What's the drawback um, of the drawback is when you roll when you push a roll, you take a condition. So you guys might have noticed you don't have HP yeah. in this game. Instead, when you take damage or you know something otherwise strenuous happens to you, or you push a roll, instead of taking um, you know, instead of losing HP, you take a condition. There are two kinds of conditions. There are physical conditions and mental conditions. So if you push, uh, say, an empathy roll, you'll take a mental condition. If you pull uh, a physique roll, you know, strength roll, something like that, you will take a physical condition. And you can get three conditions of either type. One condition means you take a roll, uh, take a die away from any roll relevant to that right so if you're doing either a a physique or a position based role and you have two physical conditions you take two dice you take two dice away from that role does that make sense yeah if you get three conditions um and then take another source of damage or another reason to take another condition you become broken uh, so if you're physically broken, you kind of you collapse and you're unconscious. Right. If you're mentally broken, you're kind of like you're just completely out of it. Um, and when that happens, we roll on the critical injuries table, <clears throat> of which there are a great many. Right. Some of which are fatal. Cool. And the fatal ones have different have a t- have a countdown for how long you have to fix it. Oh god. Um, okay. So. If you think a roll is really important, you might want to push it if you don't get it on your first go. Cool. Um, but doing so will give you a condition. Similarly, if we get into combat at any point and you take damage either from like a mental magical attack or just being you know punched by a fairy, then you take physical damage. Uh, and you you get a physical condition. Okay. Uh, and that's one of the reasons. So you know if 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 you're being attacked the same way, right? You essentially have three HP, if you get what I'm saying, right? right so okay. four HP. Um, so yeah, it's one of the reasons why you want to really avoid getting conditions. Um, I see. But you, uh, you may remember that uh, Jack, you took the a talent where you can yeah. heal conditions. Um, 
Uh, where is it? it? So you, you have a talent where you can heal Oliver's conditions, uh, and when you do, you ignore your own conditions, basically. Do I have emergency medic? Yes. Which is, yeah, okay. All right, okay. Um, and the other thing is, you each have a memento, which is just a thing in your inventory, and uh, your memento was a tame pigeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jack's been walking, or rather Rowan has been walking around with a fucking pigeon, I guess. Um, and that's funny that I can go up to him. He just keeps on my my shoulder. He's quiet. And all of us been walking around with a strange animal in a glass jar. Uh, you can use your memento to just kind of steal yourself and remind you of what's important to you to heal two conditions once per session. Okay. So that is that's something you've got in your back, but it's once per session, two conditions. Uh, so just remind you that you have those. Also, while I'm reminding you of this, not necessarily relevant to exactly this, but you can use your advantage once per mystery um, to add two die to any roll. Two dice to any roll. <laughs> Why can't I do that? Two dice to any roll. <laughs> okay, so you wander off into the maze. Uh, yes. Meanwhile, Rowan, uh, the door is locked to the thingamajig. You can attempt to is force it, like it or pick the lock with a, a shed? pigeon's beak. <laughs> is it like a shed, or is it like a greenhouse, or like what kind of a? It's a sh- it's a shed. Okay. So there's there's no like window thingy. There's no. There is a sunlight in the roof, so you can't see it from ground level, but you can see that there is one, but you can't look through it. I, so I mean, I f- I feel like it's possible. I would have thought of this. Um, Oliver would have thought of this, but I don't know if you if you would be comfortable with, with, the, with the kind of a little bit of recon. Is it possible that I would have passed my crowbar to Rowan before we did that act? I I, I, I don't know if I would want to 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 leave a trace, so I might yeah, have even refused even. that. Um, okay, because well, I don't fine. think but I want to force this open. Um, okay, I will let you try to pick it with your pigeon's beak. Okay, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I and if you I'll want to consider a normal days, thing <laughs> to pick the lock with, I, how much time do I think I have? By the way, like that because his suggestion to have Oliver do the maze by himself. That, by I am, I am a fucking wild. <laughs> I am yeah. trying to. I like Oliver's pretty smart, so he's actually probably immediately figured out how this maze works. However, I am picking every wrong turn purposely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're getting lost at the same dead end a couple of times each. Um, oh, I could have sworn I had it right this time. The first couple of times, Henrik was like, <laughs> it's tricky, everyone thinks I can do it, but it's tricky. And then the third time, he's like, did you try left back there? <laughs> <laughs> he's like backseating me a little bit. All right. Yeah, he's like, uh, okay, all right, okay. Take this long. Um, what does Winifred think of my idea? <laughs> Who's Winfred? Well, Sorry. Winifred is the name of my tame pigeon. Sorry, Winifred is the name of your tame pigeon. Yeah. I don't know how much you can really <laughs> gleam of Winifred's opinions on things like this. I'm sorry, I'll, I'll buy another log pigs. I really will. Uh, I can tell I'm, you that a tame pigeon is a super chill animal. Cool. That's I'm gonna just try, true in real life, by the way. I'm going to try and grab like a bin, maybe, or, or um, anything that I can just... Or, or a pallet, maybe. Something that would be lying around and heft my heave my way up onto the roof just so I can get a look 
We'll, we'll call that an athletics, which I'm pretty agility sure is the name physique. of the skill, but I might mean agility, correct. Let's call that an agility roll. Yeah, you, you, you pull over like a... A big statue of a frog, and you <laughs> climb up. <laughs> Very mossy. Hasn't been used in a while. Mm, mm. Um, or rather, you might climb up that, depending on how you roll. Oh, I got two fives, because I'm bad at physique. I'm a weakly little doctor. I'm a spindly little nerd. See if it suggests any kind of punishment for failing, failing agility. I got two fives. That's so close to being good both times. Uh, you just you just fall over, fall on your back. You're a little winded. I can't do this. This is too slippery, a frog. <laughs> oh, Winifred. How I wish you could simply fly up there <laughs> and tell me what you could see. Any response? No, because it's a pigeon. I, know. <laughs> I just hope one day that it'll be more than a pigeon. Can I just try again? I mean... I'm wasting a lot of time. No. <laughs> oh, fuck. You know what? You can try again, but you have minus one die if you do because you're wind all right i'll try well this is this is my last time then because i have two die in physique <laughs> is that including oh, you have no agility fucking five yeah no nice. no agility now you're like now you just feel silly the first time you're feeling like winifred's ever directly communicated with you is to mock you it's giving you eyes like you jackass yes well if you were only a little more helpful um <laughs> Shitty fuck, fucko. Just trying to shit. pick the lock. No, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll try and pick the lock with whatever hairpins and pigeon beaks, pigeon talons. I think would be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's a stealth roll. Go ahead and roll stealth. Do you know what that is? That's actually a four. That's actually not that bad. No, no that's not too bad. Yeah. I can tell you that, that means you have a fifty-two chance of getting one success. Woo! Got it. Woo! Okay. Uh, how many successes? Just one? Yeah, just one. Okay, cool. So, let's check. Yeah. Extra successes make you succeed even better. Some of them have, like, six bullet points of, like, here's how things you could do. Some of them are just, like, you do it real well. And that's fair. <laughs> that's not a criticism, but yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, you successfully, using a combination of um, a filament. Mm-hmm. I shan't elaborate. And Winifred's beak. You get the lock, the padlock on the door to, to Jimmy. unlock. To oh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Gets absolutely uh, jimmied. Yeah. You you wander in. There is, as described, many a tool. You got a lot of spades. Uh -huh. You got a lot of hose. You got a lot of prostitutes. <laughs> I'm kidding. You got a lot of um. Uh, Less acceptable uh, words. You got a, a an axe. Okay. You got a rake. Okay, I'm not interested in the tools, though, am I? You got a hammer. I would stop looking at tools at this point. You got um. You got <laughs> <laughs> oh well, this joke would have been really good if I could think of any more tools. <laughs> a wrench, Carlisle. A wrench. No gardener doesn't need a wrench. A they do. Needs hammers. <laughs> Gardner might be I love the watching you get that joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was funny. Cut off the point you were making. Um, Alright. Yeah. Uh, nothing else obvious jumps out at you 
Unless you'd like, unless you'd like to roll an investigation check. Motherfucker. That's me. I'm motherfucker Carlisle. That's what they call me. We're looking for me. That's a seven. So. Oh, okay. I thought you were trying to tell me you'd rolled a seven. (laughs) (laughs) I have. Fuck. Um. Total. It's terrible news. Yeah, no, great. No successes on that one. No successes. No. I have a poke around, but, like, yeah, I don't know where I'm looking. You don't see any evidence of shenanigans here in this uh, shed. Um, That's so crazy. You did find some tools. Okay. And actually, after poking around, you did find a wrench. And you were like, why does he need this? He's a gardener. No, I know exactly why he needs a wrench, and I'm not going to share that information. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, Sorry, go ahead. No, no I, I, if I can't find anything, I'm a bit worried that I'm... Yeah, look, I'm, I'm just... I guess I'm going to get out of there. I'm going to get out of there, ask the first uh, grounds person that I see. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, you don't happen to know where the library is, and head there. I, I don't... Okay. A big shame. Yep. You are pointed towards the library. Oliver, you have been leading this man on a chase around the the maze. He has maintained his cordiality, but uh, and he doesn't want you to feel like he's annoyed, but you can tell that he is. Um, um, if I, When I reach the point where I think I'm about to push him too far, I then go towards the exit. Okay. Um, so there's two entrances to the maze, right? So either one is the exit relative to which one he started in. Um and it leads you through a sprawling path and in the middle is a little you know like a nice little alcove there's a fountain there's maybe a couple of tulips and in this slightly larger area you get the feeling like hmm maybe I should do an investigate roll <laughs> <laughs> that is what I a... know that feeling well I know yeah, that yeah. I what can't even tell you how many head mages, <laughs> hedge mages I've been in and thought to myself, fuck, if only I had a couple of die on me right now. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to roll five die. That was intentional. Interested. <laughs> I got a success. Hell yeah. That's you- I love how seamless Carlos DMing is. You know, it's... it's- <laughs> this uh you find you look around and i'll tell you now henrik doesn't seem at all concerned that you are here yeah he is just like where you gotta go he sees you looking around he appreciates the fact that you are enjoying his uh his well-tended hedge maze and it is it's well-tended um the fountain's even quite clean and that's not necessarily his job but he's taken to it um and you see something poking out of the dirt next to one of the hedges. Actually, the dirt there seems kind of disturbed. Okay. Hmm. It's hard to tell. It's it. It looks like it's. It was white. It's now brown and streaked because of the dirt. And it's 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 maybe the length of my fingers. If you start from the middle knuckle right just poking up out of the dirt right okay just like that it's maybe that like it's it's a it's a white stained there's two of them like that just a short protuberance over some disturbed dirt i okay at that moment i'm like oh this fountain's quite lovely 
how did you go about installing it? And and then I let him ex- go start explaining that. And as he's doing that, I'm going to investigate it. Okay. Um. Oof. Roll manipulation. Because mm-hmm. imagine he'd still look at you, right? Like, I'm hoping to get him very immersed in this. Two successes. Two successes. Yeah. Okay. So he. Um. I don't, you know, I'm just gonna check in case there's any specific knock-on effects. But obviously, it just means he did it real well. If not. No, nothing specific. Um, yeah, no, he is super into this. He's so happy to be fun. He kind of he walks around the site and he's just looking totally at the fountain. He's like, "Well, wow." <laughs> I it was no small task. It was no small task. Okay, you can't well, tell because the dirt. I've actually lined up the flower beds perfectly and it's actually it's doubling as irrigation there's actually a small little inlet it's feeding all right what do i what do i find in the soil yeah, the water that comes this is about the point where i start like not hearing what he's saying yeah. <laughs> you start to uncover the dirt you maybe you scrape some of the dirt away these are shoes and shoes. The more that you they're small shoes they're child's shoes and a 12 year old child clear shoes. to you you don't know necessarily that, but it becomes clear to you the more that you get to it, they are definitely attached to the legs of a person that is buried here. What? I put a pin in that, and I, I like, leave them there, and I just <laughs> cover it up, and I am like, I'm coming back there. Uh-huh. So you don't uh, make clear that you found anything to Henry? No, just... wait. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I trust him, though. I don't, I don't, I don't trust him, so I'm not going to okay. say anything. But right. I'm like, you... big red flags. Yeah. Big red okay. flags. You, ha- you come back over then, you feign interest in this. Long enough like, to get done with that. And I know you're thinking, how do you control the flow rate of something like Because look at this fountain. It's gushing. And I know you're... I, I, let me tell you. Let me tell you timed stints I trained ants oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's very this man is yeah he is a genius he's so uh, far ahead of his he, time he is, yeah he's ahead of our time yeah um yeah uh He's talking about this, and he's, he's telling you how he's trained ants to do gardening. You don't give a shit. Um, he's <laughs> I, I'm Some currently thinking gardener there is a dead child right there beside us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a dead... Yeah, completely blank stare. Okay, All right. so I now, after that, I make a very good effort to get out of the maze. Okay. Um, it's like... <laughs> and he's there like... Now you're looking at the tulips, you're looking at the chrysanthemums, you're thinking tulips live in what they come, you know, rainy, rainy, I think rainy I've actually Holland. figured out the, the chrys- maze now. I think I've figured uh, uh, out. The chrysanthemums come from Brazil. I think I've got it. I think it. this they is They don't the get exit. as much rain. So ha- All right, oh fine. my God, I think I've solved it. I'm so happy that I have solved this maze. Thank you for that experience, sir. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for showing an interest. No one's, no one's looked in a while. Yeah. Well, I guess about back, back to the strawberries, eh? Who wouldn't oh. love some strawberries and cream? Oh, good luck with that, sir. I best be going. I don't want to keep the doctor waiting too long. Yeah. Uh, libraries, ground floor. Um, I'm trying to remember. If you, if you see the, if you walk into the kitchen, you've gone too far. 
Um, if you find France, you've gone way too far. He says. Um, oh, he that's tra- very funny, sir. I like to think that was entirely earnest. And he looks at you like. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I um, briskly walk the fuck out of there, and I um, okay. I head straight up. I make pace to get to to Rowan. I imagine okay. that um, I'm in the library for a little while before he catches up. Yep, just yeah, just because. I, 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 I like to flavor that my, my failed investigate check is me maybe being like, I don't know how long he's actually going to hold him. I better get out of here. So maybe I'm, yeah. I've got some time alone here in the library. But I did a really good job. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> uh, so, I, I mean, is there. Is there anybody in the, in the library? There is no one in the library. There's, you know, there's people. There's staff walking around. There's anyone you can pull aside if you have a specific inquiry, but there's no one in the library. Okay, well, I well what? What's what? How big is the library, and what like breadth of material do they have? Um, yeah, so it's mostly there for Clementine's benefit, and as Patricia told you, she has very broad interests, so there's all kinds of stuff here, there's a lot of cultural stuff, there's a lot of historical stuff, Patricia mentioned she likes to read, she likes to read kind of like pop history books, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, books about the Roman Emperor and stuff, written for consumers, not for academics, um, and, uh, and beyond that. I was trying. You said pop. <laughs> you said pop history, and it took me that long yeah. to think of any pop star. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Uh, you even find one cookbook, just uh, just the one, and it's like stew. And that's all it says. <laughs> all right. Cool. <laughs> cool. Uh, um, but yeah, there's all sorts. There's a lot of novels. Like like I said, there's Jane Austen, who is potentially contemporary. Um, yeah. Hmm. Oh, I'm so curious. And I don't know about the dead kid, so... You do not know about the dead kid. Yeah, I'm about to drop that bomb on you in, in, in the next few minutes. That cookbook. Um, I might go into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what's what's in the kitchen actually? I, I I would definitely go in just have a look, even if I don't end up. Would you Would you wait for Oliver to meet you in the library, or would you go? Uh, no, well, I I figure I have some time, so I'm just going to go into the okay. kitchen. Just I, I'm going to have a quick squeeze around. Uh, yeah, there is um a cook who who works on site. She doesn't live on site, but she comes once a day to do dinner, and there's other stuff that can prepare. Okay. You know, like. Because they tend to just like tea and sandwiches until yeah, yeah. then, and then the cook comes in and makes a nice dinner every day. Um, uh, so yeah, she has now arrived. You can talk to her if you like. Otherwise, the kitchen is not hugely staffed. It is a big kitchen, but there's not that much in it. You know, there's there's like there's like you know posh racks for like hanging different frying pans of all different kinds of sizes. But there's only like actually two or three, and most of those pins are pegs rather are um, empty. Yeah. Uh, there is a pantry. Um, but, uh, you know, this, it's, it's essentials really. They, um, yeah, there's, there's a, a cold store in the basement as well, which isn't here, but, uh, anything in particular you're looking for? Anyone you want to talk to? Any questions you want to ask? Cause I don't, I don't really know what to look for in the library. I guess I was hoping to find like a special interest or something. Um, something that maybe was, I, I guess I'll talk to the cook. Mm-hmm. Just casually, just if, if she's not busy, just... Uh, so how yeah. long have you been uh, working for the Gunnings? You know, it's um, it's actually... <laughs> it's 
it's only been a year for me, and um, I've been told that even though they like what I do a lot, it's probably only a year more because the Gunnings are actually notorious for rotating their their cooks. They like to get a kind of breadth. They never have um, anything that similar uh, over a long time. Um, which is funny because sometimes I'm like, well, actually, I, I've heard about these novel uh, techniques from China, and they say, no, 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 English, British food. Um, but they still like curry and stuff like that. But I, yeah, they're a bit weird about it, but I try to make them something different every day, which is a little hard to do because I'm essentially doing a roast every day. <laughs> but, you know, I, I try different herbs and stuff with the lamb and all sorts of stuff like that. Interesting. How, 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 well, how well do you know them? Um, not particularly well. I mean, and unlike some of the other staff that live here, I I come in just in. I come around midday, uh, do any preparation I need to do, and then I cook them their dinner around uh, between four and five p.m. Um, because people in this time are freaks, and that's when they have dinner. Um, and I then I leave. I go back. I I live with, uh, with my mother in Jersey. Yes, quite right. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny to anyone on the podcast, like just listening, because the whole point of that is just like I just stared at the camera, <laughs> like, is this place close to Jersey? Who knows? Um, sorry, it's vague. Well, it's vague town. Uh, it's vague town. Well, vaguely close to Jersey. I, I hope you don't. It's vaguely close to about everything in the world, but. <laughs> Don't feel pressured. Well, you you came here from Denmark, I think I said. Uh, The lady of the house, um, uh, Lady Sarah, what what do you make of her as of late? She used to show a bit more of an interest, I think I'd say, in the past couple of... I mean, you know, I can't blame her. What's going on with Clementine? Um, Yes, what do you you know of her? I just know that I haven't fed her recently i was told she's been sick um, sick as well yes. i've heard yeah. well i i've i've prepared i prepared a dessert every day apparently she really likes the dessert still but she hasn't been having the, the mains apparently some of the other staff just bring her some some bread and butter or lard or something just to keep right. her going the poor thing i haven't seen her i hope she's okay um but you know i make her a little if i if i'm ever doing a cake or something or or a jam tart or something perhaps or even if it's just some strawberries and cream um i i'll I'll put some aside for her i'll give them to the staff i don't know if her mum knows that i do that so um right well well, you can count on me i'm not going to be ashamed i i my impression of the woman is she's rather short not in stature but in uh Temperament. Well, she's actually freakishly tall, so I didn't think you meant that at all. <laughs> yes, well, I just um, thought I'd clarify, just in case you thought <laughs> saying something was just blatantly untrue. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, she's never been particularly friendly with me. Um, n- neither has the Lord, to be honest. I don't expect I them to be. Uh, Lord's always been happy to see me. He likes my food. Um, lady has approved of my food. She's never, you know, kind of given... Much giving her compliments to the chef she used to suggest things she used to say used to. I want well, she used to say I'll have beef tomorrow can you do something beef tomorrow and then she'd kind of leave it in my hands and then maybe the next day she'd say I've I you know um, I want you to make kind of um, I want you to focus on lemongrass tomorrow which they're okay right. with despite the other stuff I said they weren't okay with 
big fiend for lemongrass um so and uh, some days but recently i haven't had any you know suggestions guidance so i've been freewheeling it um which might be an expression here in 1740 no i've heard that uh, yeah certainly yeah uh but yeah but i mean i can't blame her i mean she's got a, she's got a sick daughter in her hands surely she's you know not thinking about dinner surely well that that that'll be all i'm I, sorry if i'm interrupting i was just just been trying to get a better grasp don't worry about it are you having dinner here tonight i expect i might i'll i'll prepare extra just in case uh yeah so i mentioned then you head back to the library yeah i maybe maybe i i don't know what what would i be thumbing through could i make an investigate just for anything sauce in the library or would you just tell me if there was anything sauce in the library uh Or, or like I don't know what yeah, exactly I'd be looking for, I suppose. So. Um, I'll say Oliver arrives as you do, an investigation check. Okay, that's a hearty seven. Good for the bones, a seven. <laughs> One success. One success. Um, doing well. In looking around, you find that there is a section. You can tell by kind of like the dust marks and the scuff marks. It was a section that was regularly visited, and the books here have been removed. Okay. There's at least five books here. You have no way to know where they were because it's not hugely organised. It's in. It's around stuff right, that's okay. kind of. It's where there's there's history kind of next to it, and then there's books kind of about culture above it. And here, there's nothing. So it's do I think? Could I make the inference, perhaps, that it's um, fairy tales? Fairy tales, folklore. stuff like folklore, 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 fuck, 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 folklore. folklore. Got there in the end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can I make, well, because we saw, like, um, <laughs> there was the children's Midsummer Night Dream in yeah. Clementine's room. Would I be able to make the, fer- the inference that maybe these are the books, that the, these are the paper that's maybe now strewn that, across the floor? Maybe that would have been uh, kept there, but... Uh, it seemed like maybe a lot more books there was than one yeah it, that wouldn't account for all of the yeah stuff, okay so. right okay so the the paper on the floor was from one was from that one book yeah i reckon maybe in Probably. yeah okay all right well that's definitely maybe maybe another book as well but like there's there's more missing here than was represented by the mess in her room okay well maybe yeah i'm running my finger along and um kind of inspecting the dust in my hand and I'm just pondering it as uh, Oliver bursts through the doorway. Doctor! Doctor! I have some very distressing news! Yes, and what would that be? As I was looking around the maze with, uh, with, with Henrik, I discovered something in the dirt. I, I managed to, to be a bit discreet so Henrik didn't notice. Uh, didn't seem like he minded me being there, so I don't imagine he had a part in this, but I couldn't be too sure. Yes, well, I didn't find anything mightily suspicious in his shed. I found what what I thought were just shoes in the dirt. Is this perhaps something we should say in uh, a venue more private? I'm just picking up a lot of cues from your body, and there's been a lot of build-up. Oh, yes, (laughs) sorry, sorry, I, I, I... I guess I suppose I was a little panicked. I wasn't thinking straight, Doctor. Uh, let's uh, maybe keep this quiet. 
Um, is there anywhere else? Like, are we alone? In, we're alone in the library, right? You're alone in the library. Yeah. Okay. Just well, maybe I'll, I'll, keep to a, a corner. corner. Yeah. Find it. Find an aisle. So what I found was shoes, but they were connected to legs, and they looked like a little girl's legs buried in the soil of the center of the maze. Right. Well, that is terribly distressing. Um, Could that be the real Clementine? Could the one that we saw earlier be a a changeling? A changeling, some kind of something nasty. Um, can I can I make a a, a learning check on that? Uh, with with just um like changelings. Um, well, okay. Here here's here's the information that I'm kind of that I'm zeroing in on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, probably not the real Clementine. The cook mentioned she was still liking the desserts, the sweet things. Yep. Duh. What else? Mother doesn't didn't seem terribly distressed or terribly want. She might be involved in this somehow. Yeah, she doesn't. She didn't want to get outsiders involved when this kicked off. Did I, have I have I gathered the impression um, from interviewing all of the 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 staff of the house that the that um, what's uh, Sarah has undergone a change similar um, not obviously not a similar change but that she has there has been a noted shift among everyone you talk to about Sarah Gunnings has mentioned that she has been behaving differently recently. Yeah. And the pattern of behavior started just before the happening with uh, Clementine. Yeah. Um, think on that as you will. <laughs> Should we go and dig up the, the body to see if it really is her? That's definitely something more suited to the cover of darkness. Um, Her father, he definitely be heartbroken to find this out. I don't know that we should tell him quite yet. You think we should have this case figured out a little more before we act on this? I just hate to think that she's that. still out there and no one knows. Yes. Yes, that would be rather dreadful, wouldn't it? Uh, Oliver seems pretty choked up about this. So it's... does Rowan. <laughs> he, as he's as he's like panicking, he's been like keeping his hand in his pocket, kind of clutching something, as if like that's helping him stay a little more calm. It's as if he's clutching his memento, maybe. <laughs> Rowan's just kind of staring, not at anything, just doing it. Toby. Yeah. So I was, I should have made you do this when you first saw evidence of the body, um, but I didn't want to interrupt what was going on. Uh, and now that you're talking about how it's actually affecting you, I think it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, another impact of this game, another aspect of this game, is a fear check. And when something particularly spooky, like happening upon a corpse, um, happens to you. You are yeah. to roll a, a fear check, and this is yeah. like... It makes a, sense that this would be delayed, because I think Oliver managed to keep yeah, himself Yeah, the adrenaline of, like, okay, yeah. I need to hide this for the time being. 
And because it's delayed and you're with, um, you've reconvened, uh, I'll let you uh, have the advantage that uh, you get a bonus to your fear checks depending on uh, how many of your mates are with you. If you, people in a group get less scared. Um, so you get plus one die to it. You are allowed to choose whether it is a logic or empathy roll. I'll choose logic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so it's then you can choose, you can roll your logic value plus one for the presence of uh, Dr. Rowan, uh, okay. and you have to get one success. I didn't get a success. Okay. Um, that means you have become terrified. Terrified or frightened? For one or the other. <laughs> the one, because on the conditions one, yeah. frightened. Uh, so it's not a condition. Okay. Oh. Yeah, so that is confusing. I agree. Um, it's more that if you fail this, oh, you take a mental condition. Okay, yeah, so, you, so right, yes, you you have now a mental condition. So whatever it the first mental condition is. It would make sense to be frightened. Is, right, yeah. So you, yeah, you, uh, yeah, you take the frightened thing. Uh, the actual diff, so the, the three mental conditions before you become broken are angry, frightened, and hopeless. Those are just flavor. You can roleplay those as you like. The mechanical okay. relevance is the same for all of them, which is you get minus one to all of your mental checks. Now. Minus one die. Minus one die. Okay. And Rowan can attempt to heal you with an inspiration check, um, but he needs to do it when you've got... In the book rules, it says a day to yourself. That's not the kind of story I think we're telling yeah, okay. here. So a couple of hours when you're not doing anything else to just calm down, maybe before you try and go to sleep or something tonight, uh, you have an opportunity to get rid of that. Again, you have your memento, which can remove two things per session. Two conditions of any kind per session. Mm -hmm. uh, but for now, you have minus one to all of your uh, logic and empathy tests. Yeah. I think this, this like, in general, like, there's a reason why Oliver got into this career path. It's because he's actually good at this kind of stuff. This one in particular has hit him badly because of the involvement with a little girl, which reminds him of his sister. Yeah. And he was really hoping to save her or help her, but it seemed yeah. like it's not possible there. Ron is going some through something a bit similar. He's kind of he's really worried that he's he's too late now. Um, or not that yeah, too late to to help to save a child. All right, we we we, we um. Well, the the groundskeeper. What? Well, he didn't. He didn't. There was no reaction from him. You didn't. You didn't tell he him. Didn't you wished to. He didn't seem to be nervous about me being being there at all. Uh, so I didn't think that he he would know about this, or else he would probably try to hide it if he did. And he didn't. It didn't seem like he knew about it at all. But I didn't want to make it obvious just in case because. He was acting a little suspiciously earlier. No, no, you, you were right to. I um, understand. Um, but what, what do we do, Doctor? Uh, I don't know precisely, Oliver. I've like got to put this on you now because Oliver is right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know that uh, there are some other places you can investigate. There's a master bedroom which you might have to sneak to try and get around there's also 
the furnace Sarah downstairs, the cold store that the, the cook mentioned to you. Otherwise, you've mostly looked around. You can wait until nightfall to go to the hedge. You don't actually have to, but uh, you said you wanted to. Um, you can wait until dinner. A lot of the staff and, and, and the lord and lady will come together for that. Um, unconventionally, they tend to eat with the staff. Yeah, yeah. Up, to, up to you what you'd like to do. Uh, what time of day is it, roughly? Probably about 4.30, so you could expect dinner within the next half an hour to an hour. Okay, what we might do then is just poke around, just kind of maintain the cover of... Um... Could I take the... Yeah, could I take a moment to myself that now that, like... To, uh... Oh, to try and heal the condition? Yeah, like, before yeah. dinner, just like... Oliver just sit down to, to get his bearings. I feel like it's not long. Like I said, I'm taking a huge concession from an entire day. To yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like it needs to be a more established long period of time where you're definitely Could- not doing anything. And then you're just going to go back and um, you might have to roll a fear test when you go back. Uh, so I think it, it makes more sense. You can't try and heal your, te- your take. Um, Could we call this a partial like rest? And could, like say that I can't do it yet, but if I had another one of this length, I could. Or another. Would would okay. we? I, what, yeah, what if? I, well, maybe it, I, Ron would definitely pick up on like that you're distressed, and I, I might suggest that we just join them for dinner and um, try to fold that in as TLC. As TLC. Yeah, Tenderly. would that would that be enough? Uh, like, I'm just sitting around and having a nice meal. Would that be you know enough what? for sure. a, a, so an attempt for you? So here's the thing: you can't heal your own conditions. That's my understanding of it. I might be wrong, but that's how I've understood it. Um, but you can heal his mental. Oh yeah, conditions. So an inspiration. Someone else can heal someone else's mental conditions with an inspiration check, and they can heal their physical conditions with a medicine check. And like I was saying, that normally takes a full day. Uh, to deal with it if someone's like broken it takes like a week yeah um that's not the kind of time frame we're playing this adventure in um so yeah go ahead and roll inspiration to see if you can help toby and by toby all of a pop wagon uh inspiration is a three that's not great is it it's not great no no listen ron we're 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 going to figure this out we're going to sort this out first we're going to we're going to sit down what and if have... It, what if it is our What if we can't figure it out? And... Oh, no. It's... Oh. It's... 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 You're, you're thinking too much about this, Oliver. You need... You need... You, you, you need to take your mind off this. You need to... Uh... You don't need to take your mind off this. I... You... Uh... We, we need to keep our minds firmly on the topic, but you need a break. Um... We, we got... We got... We, we, we're going to have dinner. Oh, no. Oh, very well. He doesn't seem a lot better. <laughs> Cool. Sorry, did you fail that inspiration check? I did, did yeah. yeah. I didn't get any success. Which is why I don't seem very better. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay, so you, you, you wait around, you bill about, you schmooze, you, 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 you take a toke, you, you're a midnight joker, and you get to the to dinner. And, um, yeah, the, the, the wait staff bring out. Um, you know, uh, some food with the with the with the whole with the cloche. Yeah, on yeah, it. yeah. Classic cloche. 
classic cloche action, you know, contemporary. Classic cloche and action. All the best uh, action classic figures. Contemporary classic cloche contemporary cloche action. That's and good. Thank you. That's and good shit. Yeah, she's made uh, roast beef with tarragon-infused parsnips. Whoa. Ta- uh, a gravy. That's, ta- like, blue somehow. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. What was the name that we heard earlier? What name? Uh, uh, Clementine said the name Tellerin. You don't know Ta- if it was a Tarolin? name, but she said the word Tirolo. Tirolo. Okay, not Tarragon. I see. Not Tarragon. I can't believe we didn't bring that up in any of our interviews. That was pretty stupid of us. Yeah, I, I'd kind of forgotten about it till now because yeah. that word reminded that me of it. That did but... sound similar, and I, I had the exact same thought process, Toby. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well... Clementine is not present at the table. The lady is. She's regarding you with... It seems like a little bit of contempt, but it's more just like a lack of any interest. Um, and and tucks in. Was she not totally uninterested, but very disinterested? No, opposite, actually. Fuck. Would I be able to sit next to the lady, or close to the lady enough to... Um... That would be, and you would be aware that that would be pretty taboo yeah improper i guess well Um, okay immediately when we're sitting down to dinner do i get the impression that this is the kind of dinner where everybody just eats silently probably okay well that's a shame i don't want to break because i i want to find a way to converse with the lady um without like confronting her or like i mean doing a try you can tell that she is not going to talk to you. Yeah, no, I get that. Uh, well, perhaps I'll just, like, kind of broach her as, as like, a... Uh, I'll just use the interior decorator bluff. Um, I don't know. What might I say? I'm, I'm there picking at my food a little bit. Not really. I, I might really much bring up... What, what might I bring up? The library, perhaps... You said that in character. Do you just say out loud the library, perhaps, without any <laughs> I didn't mean for that voice to sound like Rowan. Um, I, I don't know how... I want to ask about the, the, the missing books, but I don't know how to broach that. I don't know how to bring that up, really, in a in a natural-seeming way at all. Well, do you know, I'm, I might uh, address that to uh, Miss Patricia, if she's at the table with us. Yeah, she will be. Uh, yes, I, I, I was, um, whilst we were in the library, I, I, know, I have to say I noticed uh, there were quite a few books missing. You wouldn't happen to know. And I will get to that. Uh, <laughs> to the value of um, value playing. Different game every session is that sometimes you play a big beefy book like this. Uh-huh. And, and it takes a while to learn these things. And I fucked up the fear thing. You don't get a mental condition. Instead, oh. you roll a d6 to see how many rounds... No, wait. When you become terrified, you suffer a number of mental conditions equal to the fear value. Each success in your fear test reduces the number of conditions that afflict you by one. If you become pregnant. Never mind. If we were in contact, that might have been slightly more complicated, but we did the fear test correctly. Okay. Well done, everyone, especially me. Good. Um, so, yeah, carry on with your question. Um, 
Yeah, I I, I had to say I noticed uh, rather a few books were missing uh, from the library, seeming from from the history or culture section. Uh, I recall you mentioned. Um, I, I well, I, I I was simply wondering what might have happened to those, and um, well, if you knew the the use for the was still used for that section of the wall. I'm trying I'm trying to guide like. Got disguise this as interior decorator talk, just like kind of like right. just asking about the library and generally, but definitely bringing up the books. And I'm kind of doing this to see if uh, the lady reacts at all. Okay, so you definitely you want her to hear what you're saying, then? Yeah, I would like. Yes, yes, okay. I would. Um, so, oof, gosh, what role is this? Um, is it observation? Is it? Manip- it's not. Manip- is it manipulation? Is it? I don't know. Let's have a chat manipulation thing. Chinwag, chinwaggery. Oh, chinwaggery's right there. How do I not? Manipulations on page. What is chinwaggery? I mean, if I ever write my own RPG, chinwaggery definitely going to be included. The small talk RPG. You can use manipulation to influence how other people think, feel, or act by lying, flirting, bribing, negotiating, haggling, or using your social skills in other ways. When manipulating someone, you describe what you hope to achieve and what you're doing. You also use manipulation to trade or purchase items and services during the mystery. On a success, you get what you want. Failure means the other person distrusts or dislikes you. Yeah, I feel like that's the cost of whatever you're trying to do anyway, so I'm not actually sure if manipulation is the correct skill to use. Is it observation then? Because I'm mostly just doing it to... To see what the lady's reaction I'll let is. you roll whichever you like. I'll roll observation, I think, because that is my... But and remember, just better. observation comes with a caveat that if you fail, yes. you'll know what you were trying to do. Yes, it does. Ooh. Uh, okay, hang on. Let me think about this. Oh. Look, I, I need to... Look, I... I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you do it? Yeah, I'm, I'm really invested in this. Um, oh. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. I don't like this. I don't like it, Carlo. Um, I'm gonna roll them. So that's one success. Okay. Did you roll observation then? Yes, that was observation. So you bring up. I'll say because you succeeded, you also successfully disguise the conversation Mm -hmm. as being about interior decorating and what you could do in the library. And you're directing your questions to Patricia. Um, Patricia says, Oh, gosh, I, I'm... I wasn't aware of any of the removal of books. I uh, gosh, I could think about the section. It's probably, um... What sounds like where uh, the folklore books were kept. That was not stuff she read that often, but, um... Yeah, pa- I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure whether... Perhaps they're lying around the classroom. She might have been looking into something, perhaps, for her school. Maybe they wanted to cover something. Obviously, you're keeping an eye on Lady Sarah Gunnings. Is Sarah the name I gave her before? Yes. Pretty sure it is. Great. Um, Sarah Cummings. And she she doesn't look up from her food. Her shoulders tense when the folklore section comes up. Okay. Right. Relaxes. Doesn't look at you. She definitely does react to the fact that the folklore section has been removed from the library. Maybe I push folklore a bit more then. Or, I don't know. I don't know how much of a scene I want to cause. Um, mm. Yeah, I might just... Fuck. She's sus. She's so fucking sus, I reckon. Um, okay, so well, okay, so here's what I'm thinking now, and I might, I might, I might, I might even like lean to Oliver uh, and talk to, uh, like, discuss this um, while we're eating. 
so I mean, I, I think we definitely need to check out the master bedroom. I think, I I think that, fucking god, I think the the Sarah's okay. Working theory at the moment is that Sarah is has gotten into some wicked shit, um, or she's she's traded her daughter or something for a for a changeling or some something awful. Um, we can't. There's not really. I, I can't really see another opportunity for us to sneak upstairs. Is my thing. I really want to get into the master bedroom, but after dinner, you know, she's going to be up there, right? She's going to go to bed, presumably. Um, fucky duck. Fucky duck. Fuck the duck. Am I right, guys? You couldn't be more right. Um, I'm going to check in with Oliver and see if he would be okay with potentially excusing himself and going upstairs. Now remember, Oliver's a little vagabond. He doesn't always know where his next meal's gonna come from. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure to save you something. And of course, if you're still not feeling safe enough to do this, I I completely understand. Sorry, Just the two of us might leaving might be a bit suspicious. So, So, what... What, what did you want me to do? I just want you to see if you can find your way into the master bedroom. See if perhaps those missing books are in the possession of Sarah and what exactly they are. Oh, all right. I'll I'll give it a go if it if it might help. I don't want you to do this if you if if, if you don't feel safe doing it. Just that it might be our only chance this evening. No, I'm, I'm up to the task. The task. I, I am, Doctor. No, sudden. Yes, yes, I can do this. Okay. I've, How I've, do you? Uh... I'm feeling a little unwell. I think I better go use the little boys' room. And 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 even Thomas looks at you like that was a fucked thing to say at this posh uh, state dinner. Um, <laughs> what? Wait. Uh, what was it? What? 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 What did um, the cook say she was making this evening? It was roast beef and um, it was beef and parsnips and blue gravy. Blue gravy. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, what? What? You said there was something in the parsnips, didn't you? Uh, to like it was. I did. Tuberous. Important. Turmeric. Tarragon. I said. Tarragon. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Is, is there tarragon in in this um, infusion? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Tarragon. Yeah. Yeah. He's a That's very, a good tongue you've got, sir. Yeah. Well, I have a good tongue because he's. Um, it doesn't agree with the boy. Um, oh my god! I can't believe I. Didn't he, ask it's nothing my terribly. It's, no, apologies. it's okay. It's of course. He, he's just. He might be a bit. I, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, I. Is it okay if I save the rest of it? He can. It just messes with his digestive tract. It's um, I'm I'm gonna kind of like, uh, fluff some explanation of why he might need to go to the bathroom sure. and whatever okay. as a doctor, you know, because people I'll say, respect my authority. Lady wants you to leave anyway, so you're not gonna get any resistance there. Thomas raises an eyebrow, um, but he'll probably assume that you're doing investigative stuff, so he will be like, "Yes, yeah, yes, take your take your leave, take your leave. Proceed to the boy." Right, very well, very well, very well. Um, 
Oh, he's letting you go as well. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I wasn't initially planning to 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 go as well, but um, well, that might go smoother. Uh, this actually this actually does um work better. Uh, so yeah. Uh, okay, you you uh, make your way out there, and I reckon that's a good place to call session one. Mm-hmm. All right, next is, time. Yeah, I, I was I was noticing, but I was enjoying it so. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah a lot, lot of intrigue it, being built. Dice. So before we, we, we properly stop, though, um, at the end of every session of Vason, you you do a thing where you do a little survey to see how many experience points everyone gets. Okay. So, so you ask the following eight questions to everyone. Number one. Did you participate in the session? This one is a gimme. It straight up says in brackets, the character always gets at least one XP. So okay. you both received one XP as a yes to that question. Boo. Two. Bye. Did you confront any Vason? No. Not knowingly, but okay, so certainly in retrospect, we probably did. Yeah. Three. Okay. There's one. <laughs> Three. Did you identify a previously unknown Vason? How specific do we gotta get with that one? <laughs> because we're both pretty sure. The correct answer is no. Okay. Uh, you don't really know what you're dealing with. Um but you know that it's something. Um if I could give half, so then I would <laughs> know how I would so I'm I reckon we that. got a half point for both of those because we did interact with what we now know is a Vason and we did identify that it was a Vason. Alright, fine, probably. yeah, whatever. This is a one shot, you get it. So you're up to that's a tally of two XP you're getting this session. Um, question number four: Were you affected by your dark secret? Uh, it, for I think for Toby, it's unambiguously yes. Um, yeah. I'm happy to take a half point on this one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, really. I think uh, I'm a little disappointed that I haven't like hinted more at my dark secret that that I have. I kind of have. Did but something? It was, it was subtle. Um, but I, it's okay to start. I might have it up a little more in the next session. <laughs> um, question number five. Did you take risks to protect other people? No. I can't think of any explicit times not, that happened. Not bodily. Question number six. Have you learned anything? And what? That's a real fucking vague one. Where <laughs> that's I feel a pretty. Like that don't feel like a gimme. Unless points. we do, unless we spend a session fucking around in the local tavern, <laughs> I feel like yeah. you're always gonna get a point for that, right? Well, tell me what you learned, boys. Uh what did we learn? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what well, we learned about the the Gunnings family and their uh, their staff. We learned that. Um, Clementine's change in behavior happened two Saturdays ago uh, that her mother doesn't want didn't want people involved she didn't want doctors called she didn't want experts called to the house we know that uh, she got really tense when we mentioned folklore we know that there's a fucking dead body likely buried in the maze mm-hmm. um Wearing two white little shoes. We know that Henrik, the groundskeeper, is probably hiding something, but that he likely doesn't know about the vason that's the vason uh, that is currently, um, presumably, uh, inhabiting the 
the the the the room of Clementine Gunning. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we, we can say you learned something, so you can both get an XP for that. Um, question seven is: Did you develop something in your headquarters that's you know designed for the campaign kind of play? Yeah. Uh, we don't have a, a, an analog for that. And uh, question eight is: Did you perform an extraordinary action? And it provides no context to what that means. It's <laughs> just a, uh, so. Uh, I don't think falling off a frog counts. Um, I was going to say that one. That was literally the one I was going to bring up. <laughs> uh, but I'll, I'll happily let either of you try and make the case that you performed an extraordinary action to me. And Toby, you are particularly uh, motivated to do so because uh, if you get one more XP, and this is the last question, you can get something. Oh. Oh, what did you do that was extraordinary, Toby? I... I really made him get immersed in talking about that fountain. You did. That was pretty extraordinary. <laughs> Great. Because <laughs> this is a one shot. I'll fucking give it to you. Uh, so two successes. It seems like. A- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so because you have five XP, uh, Jack, you've tallied it at four, potentially oh, four and I? a half. Um, my tally says three at the moment, but. <laughs> Let's see what I'm, ha- I'm happy. To, I, I'm happy. To I get also four and put a half. three, and I misspoke. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so when you get five XP, you can buy an advance. This means you may increase the value of a skill by one step, or buy a new talent. You can never have more than five in a skill, but there is no limit to how many talents you can purchase. When you guys chose your original talents. Uh, you chose from three that were tied to your class. So uh, Jack's class is Doctor. Uh, I say class, I mean archetype. That's the term used. Um, Jack chose Doctor and Toby chose Vagabond. From now on, that is the only time you are kind of tied to your um, your archetype. You can choose any talent from any archetype. And there's a list of general talents you can choose from as well. So uh, we'll do that. Okay off pod so Toby Mm -hmm. can now choose a new archetype for Oliver or you can increase any of your skills Um, but yeah thank you everybody for listening to session one of Vason join us next time where we'll uh, dive a little further into this mystery if you'd like to follow us in the meantime go ahead and check out at DiceOnicePod on uh, Twitter you can email twice at gmail.com you can check out DiceOniceAsSaidDiceTwice.wordpress.com to check out our uh, very infrequently updated blog Uh, you can leave us a voice message there's a link in the show notes and thank you so much for listening we'll see you next time thank you for listening Thank you. Goodbye. Have a very very good morning, midday, evening, night, whatever time of the day it is.